What's up, Bulldogs? All right. I have a uh, really awesome guest today. I have the the one and only Andrew Tate from Tate's Speech. Uh, I've been following his content for a long time. And, uh, you know, I'm, I, I wanted to really have him on the channel because if you guys want to know what it's like to be an alpha male, you know, I think Andrew exemplifies this more than just about anyone I know because he just does whatever the fuck he wants. He says whatever the fuck he wants and he gets whatever the fuck he wants. And that, you know, in my definition is, is what an alpha male is. So uh, welcome, Andrew. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me on here. And um, I like that description. I think that's pretty close to exactly, that should be absolutely every man's aspiration, shouldn't it? Mm -hmm. To break free from the slavery and the chains and the, so, the societal norms and to be able to do and act and, and, and say whatever they like. So um, I think it's a, it's a pretty good end goal for anybody. Yeah, exactly. Especially today. I mean, so many, so, so much pressure, I think on, on men to like act in a certain way and and they they conform to it this is there's so many you know i i keep on saying it but i think the greatest problem that we have in society today is the pussification of men that so many men are are just fucking yeah. pussies Cause this is yeah. exactly because this is society i mean I, we can go really far down the rabbit hole with this one i don't want to go full alex jones on you yeah. but uh but uh the truth is if you want to control a society you need to control the men because it's, it's men which which riot and cause revolutions. It's men which mm -hmm. can fight. It's men which can really make serious change. I mean, women can scream and complain, but they can be largely ignored. But when men start to riot, you have problems. So how do you avoid that? Well, you make sure the men don't have enough will or enough gumption to, to put up to, to resist the absolute shit show they're being forced to put up with. Because the truth is, life for 99% of men in the Western world is awful. And yep. most of them know it. And most of them feel it. And still, they will continue to pay their taxes and go to their job and sit inside of their sexless marriage because they've, they've lost their will to resist. And this is, done very, very, this is done very specifically. This is done on purpose. It's not an accident. Because otherwise, people would stand up and say, wait, 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 wait. What? The price of everything's doubled in the last 10 years. My wages are the same. What's going on? But no, no one does. So it's, it's a very conscious effort to damage the psyche and the fight and spirit of masculine men. Absolutely. And what do you think is like the main thing that that's being done in order to accomplish this? You know, is it porn video games? What's the, yeah, you know what? This is super interesting because it's such like a complicated web. It's such a complicated web of, of factors. You can talk about nearly anything and they all tie into each other, but I truly believe we live in a matriarchal society in the West. Now mm -hmm. I no longer live in the West. I live in Romania. If anyone doesn't know who I am, my name's Andrew Tate. I live in Romania, which is, far end of the European Union. It's like a strange place to kind of live, but I really like it here. But when I go back to the West, I realize just how matriarchal the society is. There's a lot of people on Twitter. I'm quite big on Twitter. And there's guys in the red pill space and the right wing space who always talk about patriarchy and how they're going to establish a patriarchal household and all this stuff. And I try and explain the laws in Western countries prevent you from ever being a patriarch. Right. If, if your yeah. woman at any point decides to lie and say you hit her, or to say you raped her or a girl you're sleeping with, oh, she, he raped me. I had sex with him consensually nine times, but the 10th time I was drunk and it was rape. Right. And the law, they will come and arrest you. Yeah. How can you be a patriarch in a matriarchal society where females have the entire power of the law to destroy you at will? You can't. So the truth is the reason most men act the way they do is because they know that if push comes to shove, the entire force of the legal system will always side with the female. So why does the man come home after working a long, long 10, 11 hours in the coal mine 
ask for a cup of coffee, his woman tell him to fuck off, continue to have no sex for three, four years, his kids don't respect him, he's semi-depressed, nearly suicidal, but he doesn't get a divorce. Well, we know why. Because what's the option? You're going to lose the house. You're going to lose the kids. You're going to be stuck paying for her bills and, and, and allowing her to go on endless dates. You're out, the, you're out the game because it's extremely difficult to find a mate nowadays unless you're a top-tier male. So what choice do you have? It's a matriarchal society. Females have all the power in the West. So right. like, like, like any society, if you're the, the class which is attacked or the class which is ostracized, which men are, you're going to lose your fighting spirit. You're just going to think, well, the best way to survive is just to be nice to everybody. And I'm just nice. Do, 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 do. And that's, that's what's happened because there really is, unless you have that spark, unless you have what it takes to truly build a life, which is unique and build a life, which puts you beyond the controls of these enforcement mechanisms, then the safest way to live is, is to be a simp. It's not easy to be like, me and run my mouth. I, I've I've lived the consequences of talking. I know what can happen, and I'm sure you've you've been there too with the shit on Twitter and blah blah. It's not oh, most yeah. people can't put up with this. Yeah, so, no, it's cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars to to run my fucking mouth and not apologize, especially when they want you to get on your fucking knees and say, "Hey, we'll make the pain stop if you fucking apologize." And that's 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 the most deadly trap because for one, it's false, and and two, it's like it's it's giving up everything that you stand for as a man. And uh, yeah, but yeah, that's that's the price for sure. Absolutely, man. Like, and I I see these people apologize and stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? Why? Yeah. You know, like my biggest ever outrage is when this was about four years ago is when I was still verified on Twitter before I got banned. And I said depression wasn't real. And I know that's like a really controversial take. And my point was very simple. My point is that depression is a natural instinct inside of men. And it's, yeah. something, it's something that is designed to show you that you need to change something about your life. If like you go to jail and you're depressed, it's not because you've caught depression. It's because you're in right. jail. That this right. is why. So if you feel depressed, you need to wake up and go, well, why am I depressed? And how can I change this? I had people message me saying, you don't understand how it feels. I'm fat and I can't get a girlfriend because I'm depressed. I said, no, you're depressed because you're fat. And you can't get a girlfriend. Right. You go the wrong way around. So when I said depression wasn't a clinical disease and it's simply the result of not living a life that you truly enjoy and you're not happy with, I, it blew up. It went huge. I had Hollywood stars. I had JK Rowling and the guy who plays the incredible <laughs> Hulk and everyone yeah. was coming for me. And when this was like the most controversial I got and everyone yeah. was trying to cancel me. And at the time I was doing television commentary for the cage fighting here in Romania. And when I went into work to commentate the owner of the, the organization called RXF, which is like the Romanian UFC, he had a, he had a, a stack of emails like this. Shit. Where people had Googled me, found my employment, and, and emailed him saying I'm a misogynist and I'm, I'm, in, um, I'm fucking encouraging suicide and all these crazy pages and pages. And he sat down there and goes, what's this? I was like, bro, in the West, this is what they do. And he was laughing out loud. He was re he's, he's Romanian. So he's reading <laughs> emails going, these people have no – what are these people? I was like, he goes, what do they want me to do? I was like, they're, they're hoping you're going to fire me. Right, and he, yeah. the whole boardroom was laughing. And they threw, the, they threw the emails away and we carried on with life. Because we're not in a society which is held ransom. I'm, I'm lucky to live in a society which is not held ransom by these people. But yeah. in America, yeah, if I had a normal job, it would have been it. You yeah. know, it's absolutely crazy now. So, and what happens when you take away a man's speech? If a man's not free to talk, what's a man free to do? That's the first way you, you demasculinize a man. You tell him to shut up. Exactly. That's yeah. what happens. 
Yeah, that's crazy. That's I mean, I have the same exact view on depression. It's and I, I've said it multiple times and I don't understand why people are so damn outraged by it because it's not that big of a fucking deal. Right. It's like, yeah, you know, like it's especially with depression. It, it's uh, it's cyclic also like our lives are supposed to go up and down. They don't just fucking go up. It's a roller coaster. Bro, bro, life, a roller coaster bro, life is depressing. You know? I say yeah. this to people. I'm depressed. Yeah. I'm like, well, life's depressing. You're getting right. older. You're going to die. You know, there's a whole bunch of people with a bunch more money than you. Welcome to the fucking real world. Life's depressing. Are you a bitch? You're going to cry about it? You're going to do something about it. Like, life is depressing. Who told us? Tell me where it says in the human handbook that we're supposed to be happy all of the time. Right, we're not exactly. supposed to be happy. We're supposed to survive. Now, if you're a man, you can survive even if you're miserable. I say this all the time. Give me depression. You wouldn't even notice. This right. is what pisses them off because they're like, oh, yeah, you wouldn't be able to function. I guarantee I can still drive my Lambo and fuck women. I guarantee you. Right. Try me. Because I refuse, I refuse to be such a baby that I'm going to sit there and go, well, I feel a certain way, so I have to act a certain way. No. One of the number one tenets of masculinity, in fact, it's probably the primary tenet of masculinity, is acting different to how you feel. This 100%. is the primary tenet of masculinity. Do you think the men on the Titanic felt like dying? No, but they acted a certain way because they were men. The women and the children are afraid and they're going to run. I'm afraid and I'm going to stay here because I'm a man. As a man, you have to control your emotions. So I don't give a shit if you're depressed. You're, there's no excuse to not be an adult and make sensible decisions based on discipline alone. I'm too depressed to train. No, you lack discipline because I've been, I've felt miserable. Every single person has. I didn't miss a gym session ever. So right. I don't believe in that crap. I don't believe in it. And I don't believe in it because I know that the true cure to fixing people is to tell them, here's the example I gave when this whole thing blew up. I said, if I moved into a house and I heard squeaks in the night mm -hmm. and I don't believe in ghosts, I'm going to attribute it to the wind and go back to sleep. If I move into the same house and hear the same squeaks, but I'm a big believer in ghosts, I'm going to start being scared. I'm going to call an exorcist. I'm going to say it's a ghost. So my point is the same situation gets worse based primarily on my beliefs. If you don't believe in depression, you can't be depressed. Right. All you can be is, okay, I feel a bit pissed off. Time to get up and go get it. Let's hit the gym, bang, hit the club. I'm going to go, I'm going to make some things happen in my life. But if you do believe in depression, the second you feel sad, the first thing you do is sit down and go, this isn't my fault. I feel this way. I have a disease and nothing's going to make me better. And you're going to get worse. So, so this is the whole point. This is what was amazing when I said depression wasn't real. I said, if all you, because I was getting attacked by, you know, all the Avatar mm. Anon characters, I'm depressed, you don't understand, my friend killed himself, blah, blah, blah. I was like, listen, if depression is really so horrible, why are you all defending it so fervently? So it's real, it's real, it's so powerful, it's real. Why are you defending this horrible thing? Why don't you sit there and go, you know what? You're right, Andrew, fuck depression. But yep. they want to defend it because it's an identity. It's, it's exactly. something that allows them to feign individuality. It's something that allows them to, it's an excuse. It's a, it's a ready-made excuse for all of life's failures. I'm a loser, but it's not my fault, but I'm depression. That's all it is. Okay. It's a fucking coping mechanism. I don't oh, believe yeah. it. I do not believe in depression. I believe if you really feel terrible and someone were to come along and give you $10 million, you'd probably feel a bit better. Also, just to quickly touch on this, because every time I say this, people come at me and think they're smart. And they say, well, what about Robin Williams? He was famous. He killed himself, blah, blah, blah. And I say, yeah, and I'll tell you why he killed himself. He mm -hmm. killed himself because of people like you who are telling me, telling him depression is real, not people like me. 
Right. People, it, when Robin Williams, Robin Williams was in, was in therapy for, for 10 years. If he would have walked into his first therapy session and his therapist said, look, Robin, you're a millionaire, you're famous, you can fuck any woman alive. You're yeah, you is insulting to people with PTSD and genuine conditions, which I believe is different. If you've been through some real shit in a war, fine, you could be depressed. If you're just Joe Schmo and nothing's happened to you, you have no reason to be depressed. I'd say, look, Robin, you've got a fantastic life. You coming here is insulting to people with real issues. Grow up and get the fuck out of my office. I yeah. guarantee he'd still be alive. But instead, they start giving him mind-altering drugs, antidepressants. They fuck with his brain chemistry. They tell him to sit down and for 10 years, every day, go through every bad thing that's ever happened to you so you cry your eyes out. After 10 <laughs> years of that, I'd jump off a bridge. Yeah. Of course. Of course, he thought, I can't handle another one of this therapy bullshit. At the whole time, they're telling him, you're never going to get better. You're never going to get better. Depression's right. got you now. There's nothing you can do. It's in your brain. Like, come on, man. That, this whole idea of, of depression being the scariest thing in the world is what's making people kill themselves. You're giving these people no hope. 100%. I'll give you hope. It's bullshit. There, there's your hope. It's bullshit, and you're being a bitch. Get up and be a man. There's your hope. Crazy. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you 100% on this. Listen up, guys, because this is important. In fact, every single one of my, my when I do a coaching call with one, one of my new coaching clients, they always have some problem, right? And the yeah. very first thing I tell them is there's nothing fucking wrong with you. There's nothing. Yeah. Wh whatever it is. Where, oh, I'm scared to talk to girls. I have social anxiety. I have, I'm, I'm super nervous. Whatever it is. Oh, I'm super depressed. Oh, you know, whatever the problem is. Oh, I have ADHD. Nope. There's nothing fucking wrong with you. Agreed. You're perfectly normal. That's that's exactly because everyone has to deal with their shit. And it's it's just a question of whether you've dealt with your shit or not. And most guys have not dealt with their shit. And once you deal with your shit, I mean, we all have different shit to deal with, but but there's not it's, it's the natural state of humans to to be uh to be fucked up. Like we're all of fucked course. up. Of course. And life ain't fucking easy. You know the problem is we've we've given names to everything. And when you give everything a name, people buy into it faster. Yep. Yeah. So like I remember a very quick story. I was I was fighting when I was still fighting pro, my number one gym mate, he was like another guy who was fighting UFC. I was fighting kickboxing. And he was at the same time as training, he would train for me for about five years. And when you're training pro, you always pick up injuries. If things hurt all the time, sparring, training, whatever. Fights, you don't have time to heal before your next fight. Things hurt. Anyway, he was training to become an osteopath as, at the same time. Once he became an osteopath, he was constantly out with injury. And I was like, why are you always out with injuries? Like, oh, I've damaged my rotator cuff or I've damaged my second ligament in my knee. I was like, bro, before you knew the names of all this right. little iggling pains, you used to just train and yeah. you used to ignore it like I do. Now you know exactly what it is and you've given it a name and you've looked it up. Now you're being a bitch about it. Can't yep. you just go back to thinking my knee hurts a bit? I'll kick with the other leg. Because that's what I do. And that's what you used to do. And it's exactly the same with these mental illnesses. I feel this way. Oh, that's because you have this, 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 this. Then they go on Google and look it up. Da, 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 da. Sh shut up. Shut up. The world doesn't care how you feel anyway. So like the world doesn't give a shit. You're either a winner or a loser. You're either gonna, you're either gonna push to succeed or you're not. We live in a world based on action. It's binary. It's yes or no. You're either gonna do it or you're not gonna do it. I, I like people, when I tell people this, they're like, you don't understand. It's like, I do understand. I just don't care. Exactly. Yeah. There's a difference. I understand you feel sad, but me <laughs> and everyone else alive doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, so you're, I you're think push forward or you're not. 
And that, I think that's one of the most important lessons in life is that nobody gives a fuck, right? It's like, no, and you know, I tell guys all this all the time. It's like, nobody gives a fuck. It doesn't matter. Like people will pretend to give a fuck, but no one actually gives a fuck about you, right? They, they care about themselves. They got too much fucking problems to deal with on their own. And so like, if you think someone's going to come to save you or so, someone's going to come and help you in some way, you're full of shit. You're on your own. You're, you're dropped off in this fucking world with yep. just you and you got to rely on yourself. And if you think that someone else is going to come and help you or save you or make things feel better for you, you're full of shit. It's, it's yep. bullshit. You, the quicker you learn that fucking lesson that you're on your own, the better off you're going to be as a man. Cause then you start solving your fucking problems instead of thinking that someday they'll go away or someone else will come and alleviate the pain from you. And that's like so much of the, of the pussification of men is, is based on that is they, they're not, they don't know that it's time to fucking stand up because they don't yep. realize they're alone. Well, exactly. And this is the thing, like nobody's going to wake up and, and, and look at bulldog mindset and go, you know what? That John guy, he's a good guy. Let me, I'm going to, I'm going to dedicate my day to getting John a Ferrari. Right. Like it's not going to happen. If you want a Ferrari, you got to make a Ferrari. If I want a Ferrari, I got to get a Ferrari. Anyone who wants a Ferrari has to go get it. This, this is just, this is a simple truth of earth, especially being a man. And this is kind of one of those things I've noticed. There's a really weird phenomenon happening, but I've noticed lots of men starting to kind of complain and bitch about how easy females have it or women getting easy. Oh, yeah. Women have, and yeah, women do have it easy, but what you're jealous of chicks now. Right. Like I would, I would like, that's how big of a bitch you are. You're jealous of a chick. Like I think being a female would be a disaster. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you're a beautiful female, thank you. If you're a beautiful female, you get some advantages in life. Of course you do because beauty is a currency, but the idea of actually living life as a female, there's no conquest. There's no, mm -hmm. there's nothing. I mean, what do you really do? You, you get a guy, you love your guy. Maybe you get some nice meals. You buy a handbag, you get pregnant. At the end. There's no conquest. There's no, there's yeah. no domination. So being a female would suck, but you're sitting here jealous because a female gets to ride in a nice car and you can't buy one. You're a fucking punk. You're a punk, Plus, man. Yeah. And, and this the, is the yeah. truth about it. Puts the span. Like, I think a lot of guys don't understand. They get upset when I talk, when I talk about this, but it's like, imagine what your life would be like if like your whole identity was based on your looks, which is going to be finite for only, you only have this for like maybe five to 10 years max. Every day you got to wake up, you got to put on fucking makeup. Otherwise you look like shit because yeah. there's already a standard of what you look like. And if you're below that, you're going to feel like shit. Your whole identity is wrapped up in that shit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want that. Fuck. I like to be able to just be me and, and be, uh, a, a stud based on who I fucking am instead of instead of what what I look like or or you know, exactly as a man you can build your character and that's yeah. what's so good that's what's so good about being a man as a woman you're born either with value or without value a bit of makeup can change it or not and that's that's basically it surgery whatever whatever but as a man you can build your character from the ground up you can decide do I want to be a hard ass UFC fighter do I want to be a rock star just like a video game you can build your character who do I want to be and you can build it from the ground up. And this is what's so amazing is that every single man is born with disability, but most of them are too fucking lazy to do it. Exactly. They, they sit there and go, you know what, Tate, man, you know, you're, you're fighting and you're driving a Lambo and blah, blah, blah. I was like, why didn't you fight? Right. Oh, I never had the time. Shut up. You could have fought. You could have been better than me. You obviously, I'll, I'm being nice when I say this. Of course, they didn't stand a chance in hell, but I'll say it anyway. You might have beaten me. Right. Never, but still. You know, you might, <laughs> you might have beaten me, but you didn't even train. You didn't even try. Exactly. Like you're going to sit there on your video game and, and level up your character, but you won't level up your real life self. And this is the truth. And people sit there and go, yeah, but it's hard. You wouldn't want it if it wasn't hard. Because if it wasn't hard, everyone would have it and it would have no value. Exactly. If everybody had a six pack, you wouldn't want a fucking six pack. This is, the, this is the beauty of it. People don't understand that the fact it's hard is what makes it beautiful. 
That's what exactly. makes it good. That's what makes you want it at all. Why is a nice body so coveted? Because people know how hard it is to have a nice body. If we all could just shred like this, it wouldn't mean anything. Yeah. Value and scarcity are linked. They're, they're together. So you can't sit and complain about the value of things and then complain it's hard. And this, it's is, also, what, yeah. this, this, this is the truth about men. There's a whole generation of men who have been raised without being prepared for war. Yep. Because that's what life is. It's a war for resource. It's a war for females. It's a war for attention. It's a war for domination. It's war. And as a man, you have to establish yourself in a hierarchy of men. There is a global hierarchy of men. And there are men out there right now who are born with every genetic advantage. And they're seven foot two NBA players made of muscle. And that's life. And there's men out there who are five foot five and they're not. But that doesn't make a difference. You still have to find a way to fight and compete. You have right. to do your best with what you've got. That's it. That's the game. Either or you sit there, jerk off, and cry. Yeah. And and see, and see what most guys don't realize too is that it's not just like, I mean, it's a scarcity, but it's also that you've earned it, right? It's like, you know, one of the things I like to talk about is, is that I don't want anything I haven't earned because I tell guys all the time, I'm like, hey, you want to take, you could take one of my marathon medals off of the wall there and I'll give it to you and, and we'll go in and we'll change the time, we'll change the name. So it says your name. It's like, how would you feel about that? Would you like that? And they're like, no, no. Why? And I'm like, well, why wouldn't you want that? Right. Don't you just want to like have the thing? Like, it's the same thing as if I give you a million dollars. So, George, just give me a million, give you a million dollars. Right. And it's like, oh, no, no, that's different. No, it's the same fucking thing because the reason why you don't want a marathon medal, like just to have the medal, is because you haven't fucking earned it because it, it's meaningless if you have that medal. It's the same thing. You know, guys think that, you know, getting, getting women, getting, getting uh money all this shit is going to make them feel better but not if you haven't earned it if you haven't earned it you might enjoy it for a short period of time but like all of those things like you said getting the body it, it's all about because you've put in the fucking work and earned that shit that's what makes it actually enjoyable absolutely and these men are these like i said these men are being raised and they're not prepared for war they're not prepared they're not battle ready and this is what's happened to a whole generation of men. They're literally simply not battle ready. They think life is supposed to be easy. They think their end goal is that they're supposed to be happy. And they don't realize that life is a fight. That's what it is. It's yeah. one big battle as a man. And that's how you have to prepare yourself. You can't be sitting there going, well, why am I not happy? I, I, I say this all the time. People say to me, oh, but Tate, when I was talking about the depression thing, they said, oh, but you're happy. I said, I would never describe myself as happy. I'm not unhappy. I'm not happy. The idea of happy, it's not a spectrum that enters my mind. I'm a disciplined individual who right. does what he knows is right to live the life he wants to live. Happy and sad is completely separate to right. how I, my life is organized. Like I don't see this idea of people constantly being told you need to be happy all the time, no matter what. As soon as you feel a little bit sad, pop this pill. Like it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. And America's the worst for this. Everyone over there is taking something. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you wonder why everyone's shooting each other. It's like the whole people, everyone's lost their minds. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Yeah, it's, it's about, you know, fulfillment rather than happiness is how I look at it. It's, it's like if you're on your purpose, if you're doing what, you're, what your mission is in life as a man, if you have some fucking purpose, then you're going to feel fulfilled. You, in a lot of days, you're going to feel miserable. When I'm training for fucking ultra marathons, 
pretty much every day is misery. It's not, it's not, but, but it's the grip, but I wouldn't give it up. It's the greatest fucking misery that you could possibly have because you know, you're going towards something that most people will never ever fucking accomplish in their life. Yeah. And that's, that gives you the drive to go forward. You, you would never want to kill yourself because you're depressed in that case, even though you're fucking, you can be miserable and not depressed. Right. I mean, yeah. it's like, that, that, that's what it comes down to. Completely, completely agree with you, friend. Completely Let, agree with you. And this whole, take, I, so, sorry, sorry, just one okay. last point on it. But uh, I, I said something else that got me banned on one of my other Twitter accounts, and it was that suicide is for cowards. And the point I was making is that a lot of these people who kill themselves, you have children. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah. care how sad you are. I don't care how sad you are. You have kids. Yeah. And let's 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 not even let's let's forget the kids thing for a second. When you come along and say to me, "Oh, Tate, I'm depressed. Uh, I don't want to live anymore," or whatever. Do you have any idea how disrespectful that is to your parents? Think of the shit your parents went through to get your ass alive, to feed you, the doctor's appointments, taking your ass to school, waking yeah. up, feeding you, the money they had to make, all that shit they went through. So 20 years later, you can say you're sad and jump off a fucking bridge. Do you have yeah. any respect for your elders and your ancestors? These are people born without basic respect. I don't, they should have too much respect for their last name and their parents to walk around like a moping sack of shit. You have, yeah. you have too much respect for the people who worked hard to bring you to life to be acting that way. Childish. These are childish individuals. When I see some next fucking idiot jumped off a bridge, killed himself, whatever, whatever. I don't sit there and go, oh, it must have been so hard for him. Oh, Mr. Millionaire Rockstar killed himself. Must be so hard for him. I just think he's a coward. That's why I think he's a yep. coward. He's a pussy. That's it. Yep. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Not a popular opinion, but fuck. It's true. It's true. What are you going to do? Let's uh, let's hit some of these super chats here. See what some people have to say here. So Ramsey says, having trouble going about my day when I'm hustling. I take five minutes off and I go down a shit spiral. How do you go about your day when focused? I'll let you want to answer first or me? Go for it. This is another thing where it comes back to motivation and discipline. I want I want to really stress the difference between those two things. I was a four-time kickboxing world champion. For 12 years, I trained five hours a day, six days a week. And I was motivated to train probably about 25% of the time. Mm -hmm. The rest of the time I went because I am disciplined. Just like yep. you're talking about your ultra marathon. You don't feel like going through that shit on a Wednesday morning when you wake up, but you have to do it because you're disciplined. You're either a disciplined individual or you are not a disciplined individual. To sit there and say, and I'm going to tell you the truth, Ramsey, a shit spiral, what does that mean? You go on Pornhub or you start clicking on cat videos on YouTube. Like if you really wanted money, you would, you would not do that. So you don't really want it. There's, there's, there's a difference between want and want. And I say this all the time. People say to me, I want to be rich. And I say, okay, well, I want to be able to ice skate, but I don't want to be able to ice skate enough to go learn how to ice skate because I can't be bothered. I, I mean, surely if I could click my fingers and be a figure skater, I'd, I'd click my fingers. Who wouldn't? But I don't want to actually go train because it's, it's, I, don't, I don't want it enough. And this is the exact point with money. Everyone wants money put on their lap. If you truly wanted money, you wouldn't be able to sleep until you fucking had it. Yeah. And this is the point. So you're saying you go down a shit spiral, then, then you're not cut out to be rich, my friend. Get a job in Starbucks and piss off. Some people, because when I had nothing, I couldn't be distracted. You couldn't distract me from what I wanted. That's who I am. If I want something, I'm going to get it. So I, I, I don't know what more you want me to say. I, I do not need to be motivated. I'm a disciplined person. If I allocate X amount of time to work, I'm going to do it. Now, I do have 
not to do a plug or anything, but on CobraTech.com on my website, I do have like a mental focus resilience training program. So if you do want to go through a program, which I put together, which is going to teach you how to be disciplined, then you can go there and buy it. But that is the bottom line answer. It's discipline. You're going to have to work when you don't feel like working. That's how it's going to have to be, or you're never going to be anything. Yeah. Yeah. I agree hundred percent. I, you know, I, I tell you guys on this channel all the time that the greatest skill that you can acquire in life is to learn how to work without motivation. And that's what it comes down to. Like for me, everything in my life is life or death. There's not a single thing that's not life or death. Every single fucking thing, because that's the only way to maintain full control of your life. If you, if you treat some things as optional and if you, if you can't execute what's up in your head, your will upon your world. In fact, that's what my definition of freedom. My definition of freedom is your ability to execute your will upon the world. And if you can't do it through your own body, you're fucked. You're, you're in the backseat of, of a car that someone else is driving. That's your life. Uh, I want to be in the driver's seat. So the only way I can do that is to make everything life or death. Every single fucking thing, every single gym session, every workout, every single thing that I need to get done, it has to get done. There's no fucking choice. So you said it perfect, man. You said it perfect about, about the mindset. Because you know, one of the only things, Ramsey, listen to me. One of the only things in this world you can control is your state of mind. You can't control the weather. You can't control other people. You can't even control your health. You might get a brain hemorrhage or you might get hit by a bus. Or you might yeah. get assassinated. One of the very few things in the world you have genuine control over is your state of mind. You decide if you're a disciplined person. You decide if you're a happy person. You decide if you're a uh, depressed person. These are things that in real time you can affect in your brain. This is all you can control on earth. If you can't yeah. control that, then you're just a feather in the wind. And life's going to blow you around and you might land somewhere good. You might land in dog shit. Nobody knows. So if you're going to be that kind of person, then you're at, like you, like you said it perfectly, you're, you have no will, then you're just at the whims of the earth. Who knows? You're going to watch something on TV and they're going to tell you something and you're going to believe it. And you're going to march and hold the sign and blah, blah. You're going to be a, you're going to be an idiot. Yeah. Your state of mind is what you should be able to control. If you can't wake up and say, today I'm making some money and actually try your very, very best and actually stay dedicated to that task. If you can't do that, fucked yeah yeah i like to think of it as like being a pinball in a pinball machine just getting fucking bounce around right like you got to choose like you, you if you're gonna be a pinball in the pinball machine maybe you'll score maybe you won't i don't know like it's it's not up to you once you let go of that control so never let go of that control does does society want what's good for you? this is the thing if you don't control yourself society controls you yeah so you have to ask yourself is society does what society want for me is it what i want for me is what society is trying to teach me, is that going to be good for me? And the answer in 99% of cases is no. What society wants for you is a miserable tax slave existence. They yeah. want you to sit, be a slave, pay all your taxes, wait for Corona to come along and destroy any side hustle you managed to build up over the last 20 years for no reason. And they want you to just vote and be quiet and not break the law and have a sexless marriage and stay home. The, the society doesn't want anything good for you. Society doesn't want you to have any adventure. Society doesn't want you to be masculine in any way. Society does not want you to raise your voice. It wants you to be quiet, fill in the tax return. It's all it wants. So if you're not going to control your life, society is going to control your life. No one else is going to control your life. Yeah. So you, you have to have that burning desire. And a lot of this, I think a lot of this uh, stems from ego. I, I, have, I have long conversations about people talking to me saying I have an ego. And I say, the most successful people I've ever met have huge egos. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with thinking, you know what? If this is the only body I'm going to inhibit, if this yeah. is my only chance at, at, at consciousness, I may as well love who I am and what I have. Yeah. What the, what's the point in hating myself? This is it. 
You know, I, I have guys come to me and they say, how do I get girls when I'm short? I'll say the same way you get them when you're tall. What the right. fuck you want to do? <laughs> what you want to do? You can't do it. This is your, this is your, this is your, your, your avatar. This is what yeah. you got to love yourself and be proud of yourself. I'm not saying be a dickhead. I'm not saying be a bad person. But, no, if you, but you, yeah. you, you need to have a healthy ego. You have to have enough masculine energy to think, no, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to do this. I'm not settling for this. I deserve more, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This comes stems from ego. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. People always say I have delusions of grandeur. And I'm like, yes, of course I have delusions of grandeur. And I want all of you to have delusions of grandeur because the, the opposite is so fucking destructive. If you think less of yourself, then, then the bar is so low. You could just hop over that shit. Like you're not going to ever grow. But if I have delusions of grandeur, if I think I'm greater than I am, then the bar, then I have to live up to that shit every day. Sometimes some days I'm like, Oh shit, my mouth, I, I, I spoke all the shit and now I got to live up to that shit. Be, and then I fucking do. You know what I mean? It's like that's what yeah. makes you grow and, and be stronger. So yeah, I, I like ego is important. You got to have delusions of grandeur in life. Otherwise, you're you're gonna be you're gonna be less, right? It, it makes you 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 gotta you gotta do the walk to to back up your talk. And so you gotta talk big so that you walk big. It forces you down that path. One hundred percent, man. An ego that you're constantly working hard to justify is a superpower. It's yep. a superpower. Like th th this was the whole basis of nearly all my achievements. I deserve a Lambo. Why, Andrew? You're, you're from a single mother. You're growing up in social housing and you're broke and you don't have a car. Why do you deserve a Lambo? Because I'm me and I deserve a fucking Lambo. Here I am. I have two. So this is because I, I truly believe I deserved it. And I was like, I'm yep. going to find a way to get one. Yep. You know, I, I have loads of stories I've told before, but I remember I was walking to college with like three of my friends and a Ferrari drove past us. It was like eight in the morning. And I said to my friends, doesn't that piss you off? And my friends go, what do you mean? I was like, we're going to college and we're going to learn from some professor who's making a little bit of money. And, you know, I'm broke. I ain't got anything. I know I'm only 18, but I'm broke. This dude has 400 grand for a car. Doesn't it make you realize there's something in the matrix we're missing? Doesn't that anger you? Like, don't you feel like a second class citizen? And they're all like, well, it's only a car. So you can't see beyond. You don't see any of what's truly happening. This guy driving past us is a huge fuck you to everybody who can't buy one. <laughs> exactly. you know? like, don't you want that? Oh, well, you know, it's just a car. Oop -a -doop -a -doop. And these are the sheep people. These are the slave people. Put on your mask. It's just a car. But if you, if you have enough ego, you can be like me and go, no, I will be that guy in that car. Because yeah. that's what I, do, I believe I deserve. And I'm not saying it's easy. Making money is difficult. It's not easy. But you have to, if, if it's all you think about, if it's all you try to do, you're going to make more than if you don't think about it and you don't try. You're going to make some more than if you did nothing. You know, so it's just one of those, it's one of those, it's priorities and it's believing yourself and it's believing you deserve these things. A lot of people don't believe they deserve shit. 100%. And that's why they haven't got shit. Let's see, we'll take the, uh, jump into the next one here. Okay, here's a good one for you. <laughs> uh -oh. Is it good to, good idea to marry one woman? What do you think about that? Okay, so my views on this are a bit extreme, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm very lucky to live in a society where I do not have to worry about alimony. I do not have to worry about divorce rate. I do not. And this is a conscious decision. Like I, I have literally looked at the chessboard of life and I thought, you know what? If I'm going to try and live true to myself, let me live in a society where the law is not going to come for me one day and destroy me. Because no matter how big you are, the judicial system is bigger. So yeah. I, I decided to move here. In the West, it's not nearly as simple. I can sit around here and say, yeah, have kids with 10 bitches and blah, 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 and just give them 100 bucks a month and do whatever you want. I can say that because I'm in Romania. You know, a lot of places you can't do that. I don't think there's anything wrong with being committed to a woman if it makes you happy. 
Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with being committed to a woman. I'm not saying you have to be a cheater to be a man. I'm not saying you have to have women to be a man. You should do whatever makes you happy as an individual. If having one woman and being, and being committed to her makes you happy, good. My point is you should never allow yourself to be in an unhappy relationship with one woman or 10 women. Yeah. doesn't matter how many there are. It matters about are you getting value from the relationship? A lot of men, I feel like, aren't respected in their relationships. And I think respect is the key component of life as a man. If you don't feel respected, you don't feel like a man. The, the, the feeling respected and feeling like a man are basically the same thing. If you look at how it works. Oh, people respect him. Why? He's big. He's strong. He's rich. He's successful. He feels like a man. It's respect. If your exactly. woman is constantly disrespecting you, then I don't think you should be married to her. And if yep. you have 10 women who disrespect you, I don't think you should be with any of them. So it's not about numbers. It's not about numbers. It's about value. You're giving value. You need to receive value. And, you know, we can go down the whole gender role path and blah, 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 and how it's changed in the West, et cetera, et cetera. But I truly think you need to sit there and go, okay, what would I like from a relationship? Mm -hmm. And am I providing enough for her for me to get it? So I have a little anecdote I always say to my women. I, like you noticed about half an hour ago, she just brought me a coffee. So my women break, bring me coffee at random all the time. And they go, why do I do that? And I said, because if anyone ever broke in this house, I'd be the one putting my life on the line to protect me. Exactly. So all you have to do is make coffee. Isn't it easier <laughs> to make coffee than fight 10 armed assailants? Right. Now, if you have a woman who'll sit there and go, well, I don't think anyone's going to break in. I don't want to make you coffee. To me, not making me coffee is enough to terminate a relationship. And yeah. that sounds stupid and no. may sound petty, but it's not because it shows there's a respect there's, there's not a, a, a healthy respect in the relationship for it to continue down any kind of path I'm interested in. Yep. So th this is my standards. You set your own standards as a man. And if, you know, if your woman's treating you like shit, but you don't leave, she's going to keep treating you like shit. So it doesn't matter how many you have, friend. You can have one woman. If she's the best woman in the world, good. It's a matter yep. of what are you truly getting from that relationship? That's the key to it all. Yeah, I agree 100%. I just had a friend that was asking me about, like, he's got a long term. He wants to know whether uh, he should stick with this girl. I was like, He's like, as you know, I said, well, you know, she's, she's, he says, she's hot, all this. I'm like, I don't care about any of that shit. I said, I'll ask you just one question Does she treat you like a king? Yep. Because that's the thing that's going to matter in the long term. It's like, and that's the thing that's going to make you happy. It's like you said, it's respect. It's like being treated like a king because that's what, that's the thing that's, that really, really matters. And I think that actually be curious to get your take on this because I know I, I really like what you, what you've said about, about managing women in, in some of your videos and, and content. Yep. But, you know, we, you talked about a lot of times the guy in the, especially in the Western world and the sexless marriage, right. Being walked all over. How does, how does the guy turn around this shit or prevent that from happening? Right. Like how does he get into <laughs> a relationship where he stays the man, where he is the King, let, yeah. let's say, because a lot of guys today, and this is something, you know, a lot of the red pill guys and stuff, they want to blame women for all this shit. They want to say, Oh, women are thoughts today. And it's like, women have always been women throughout history it they've always in the absence of masculinity become masculine this is just like their characteristics so so i i i like to blame the man i like to say if a woman is treating you wrong if, if you've got you know all the shit that happens to you it's because of you so how does the man become the guy that that doesn't have this shit happen to him? i a thousand percent agree with you friend i a thousand percent agree so like some like i i have uh anyone who doesn't know me knows i used to run a webcam studio so I had 75 women working for me and they were talking to guys online and taking money from all the Democrats and betas were sending them money and the money went to me. This is how I first made big money. So 
I kind of understand intersexual dynamics from a very unique perspective because you had me at the top, you had 75 women underneath and you had thousands of men underneath them giving them the yeah. money, which kind of went to me. So it was kind of like a, a, a weird dynamic. So yeah, the, here's the truth about male-female relationships. Women fuck men they respect. Mm -hmm. That's it. They don't fuck men they like. They don't, they don't fuck men they love. They fuck men they respect. If she loves you and likes you and doesn't respect you, she will not have sex with you. I have women who respect me and fucking hate me, but they're here every time I call. <laughs> so if they respect you, they're going to sleep with you. Yeah. And this is something that's biological and evolutionary. They fuck men they respect. So how do you make women respect you? Well, first, you have to be worthy of respect as an individual. There's no hack. If you're worthy of respect, you're worthy of respect. But secondly, you cannot allow blatant disrespect. So if you allow her to blatantly disrespect you and you tolerate that, then you're setting a precedent, which means, well, why would I respect this guy in the first place? Yeah. I say this to guys all the time. I've, I've had loads of guys who come to me for like coaching and stuff. And they say, you know, my woman doesn't respect me, da, 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 da. And I say, look, it's much harder to fix something that's broken than just never let it go wrong in the first place. Right. From the second you got together, you should have been a man. And you can be, you haven't got to be an asshole. You haven't got to be aggressive. I'll sit with a girl and very politely say, look, if we're going to be in a relationship, if I'm going to take you seriously, you're not going to have male friends. If you want to hang around with a whole bunch of men, then yes. I'm not going to take you seriously. What do you mean you won't take me seriously? I mean, I mean, we can fuck, but I'm not going to be, I'm never going to look at you as serious material. So yeah. it, it's, the, the idea, the decision is on you. If you want to be serious, you're not going to talk to those guys. You want to talk to those guys, I'll fuck you sometimes. You, you decide. And I lay it on them. Now, if they choose to keep all their male friends, then that means she's chosen these friendships over me, which means sooner or later she was going to cheat anyway. Like how long until she jumps on a new dick anyway? So why yeah. would I even be upset about it? But most men are too scared to just put the ultimatum down. And not, you haven't got to put the ultimatum down in some scary, big, brash way. Just be clear. Look, any woman I'm with who I take seriously doesn't hang around with other men. So yep. it's your choice. And, and this is the point. But most men don't say anything. They let it slide and they let it get completely broken. And they come to me and say, well, how do I fix it? It's like, well, you have to make it not let it get broken in the first place. You need to understand your boundaries and expectations as a man. And you have to set them. And you have to make sure she complies and sticks to them. And if she doesn't, you're going to have to find somebody else. Yep. And this is another thing I talk about being a playboy. I have lots of guys come to me and say, oh, Tate, but I don't want to be a playboy like you. I say, look, if you want to be happily married, the best thing you can be first is a playboy. Yeah. The best thing you can do because you're going to learn a whole bunch about women. You're going to have a yeah. whole bunch of choices to choose for a wife. If you're stuck with one option, the one chick you met, yeah. you know, then it's she might be a dickhead. Some women are just dickheads. You know, yeah. you know, some women have been fucked too hard too many times by too many big, scary guys and they just don't want to listen no more. So like being a playboy is important. But yeah, absolutely. For, for setting your boundaries and stuff and making sure you're not respected, the key is this as a man. And this is the bottom, bottom, bottom line. Most men are not prepared to walk away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. And if you're not prepared to walk away, you don't have any weapons. Exactly. If she knows no matter what, you won't leave, then what weapons do you have? Anything you say, shouting, screaming, yelling, go, going out away for a few days, whatever. She knows you're going to come back. She, you have no weapons. The second, imagine a girl came to you and she said, no matter what you do, no matter how many times you cheat, no matter what, da, 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 I will never, never leave. Right. Think of all the shit you do. <laughs> I know I do. Yeah. So this is the point. So as a man, if you're never prepared to walk away, you're never going to be respected. Respect and the woman thinking, you know what? He might just leave. Yeah. Are linked. They have to be there. So you have to mean what you say. You have to let her know, look, there's some things I won't tolerate. And if you fuck with me, I'm going to walk away. And if you walk away and she doesn't chase you, then, then she's gone. 
Well, at least you saved yourself a fucking nasty divorce and getting cheated on and all that shit. Just end it then and there and save yourself a bunch of time. But men are too afraid to, to pull the plug on it because they get addicted to the pussy and they don't believe they can get any more pussy and they get all messed up. And this is one of the advantages of being a playboy. I can leave any chick because I, I, got, I got 10 more. Yeah. So if she doesn't act right, I'll just replace her for the night and I'll feel better by the next day. I go through a breakup a week. I'm used to it. I yeah. don't give a shit. And it's just like, this is part of the game. So you have to be prepared to walk away as a man. So you have to look at any relationship you're in and say, okay, I'm a nice guy. I love her. She loves me, but I have boundaries. And if she fucks with them, I'm going to have to walk away. And that's the truth. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you're never going to be respected. Yeah. I call it uh, non-attachment, right? Like having this ability to, to be fully open, right? Cause yeah. it's not just being a cold, uh, heartless, uh, bastard or asshole it's, it's being fully open but also at the same time being willing to walk away just being saying hey you know i'm not attached like you know i can express myself you know can even fall in love that's fine yeah. but but I'm, I'm willing to walk away because my worth is is so much greater and i have options and i'm never going to tie myself up into one one single option that i have and, and put my worth or identity into that i've and, been head over heels in love with women yeah. and left them and never yeah. got them back and they never yeah. knew Yep. That's life. That's, That's how it, it goes. I've been That's head over it. heels in love with women. I didn't want to lose them and they weren't listening. So I walked away and they didn't chase me and I lost them. But that's it. My honor is intact. My pride's intact. And now I don't give a fuck anymore because time's a hero. That's life. So exactly. it's better than staying in a relationship, which I'm not happy in because she starts acting like a fucking fool. And it's yep. kind of like I use chess analogies a lot, but it's kind of like chess. If you're in, if you're in, you're playing a game of chess and you're in a losing position and the only hope you have of winning is a big sacrifice. You give up your queen. And you don't know if it's going to work or not, but it's the only hope. You're better off making the sacrifice even if you lose. Because if you don't, you're just going to slowly get ground down and definitely lose in the end. Right. Like, do you, do you love that pussy so much you'd rather delay the breakup by seven months and lose without any pride or honor? Yeah. And leave without any pride or honor while she cheats on you? Isn't it better just to say right hand in the air, you're not talking to that guy anymore? Like, yeah. the end is coming. If she chooses to talk to that dude over you, the end is certain. So can you have enough balls to just say bye and at least leave with your head held high? But right. this is another thing, man. It's, it's crazy. These men have never been through any kind of emotional trauma. So the idea of breaking up with a woman is, is big to them. I've, I've, I've been through, when you've been through real shit, a breakup just doesn't become that real anymore. You know, I've had people try to kill me. I have stab wounds. Tell me again about this girl who doesn't text you back. Like, who gives a shit? Let's be like, there's people in Syria getting bombed. Yeah, you know, like you have to get some perspective and just realize you're being like there's there's real trauma out here in the world. Terrible things happen day after day, and here you are alive and breathing and perfectly healthy, and you're gonna cry over some bitch. Just man up. It's, they have no they have no experience of emotional trauma, so they can't handle just telling a girl goodbye. It's just insanity. Well, I think one part of it too is just this uh, again coming back to the attachment. It's like if you if you come into this world thinking that you own anything then then you're gonna then you can suffer loss but like for for myself i don't own anything even my own body i'm just borrowing this shit these atoms are gonna go back into the ground someday and it's just it's just a gift it's just a bar i'm just borrowing it any any relationships in my life they're just temporary they're they're just borrowed all the money i have it's all borrowed right it's all going back so it's none of it's mine so if you take it away from me i can't experience loss because it's not mine to begin with. But if you're trying to like hold, I think so many guys are like trying to grab a girl and hold on to her, like they can own her, not realizing that that it's just it's just a temporary thing. It's a temporary situation in their life. They don't own own her, and uh, and and so they suffer this loss, and they they can't bear suffering the loss. But when when everything that you have is borrowed, 
you don't think of it as yours. You just think of it as as you're the steward of this of this at this time. Exactly. Yeah. Because you you can't make anybody, male or female, do something they don't want to do over a long period of time. If they yeah. don't want to listen to you or they don't want to be with you, you can't do it. So I used to get this all the time when people found out I had a webcam studio. He's forcing girls. How am I forcing a girl who's worked for me for four years? You think I got a gun to her head? Right. I'm out. I'm partying. I'm busy. She has decided she wants to. Yeah. Now, I may have convinced her, but not convinced her in a contriving, horrible way. I convinced her in the same way that Starbucks will convince someone to be a barista. Here's your job. Here's your employment. Here's your money. But it's, like it's, it's, it's a fucking value exchange. Yep. You can't force anyone to do anything. You know. So the whole idea of, well, she doesn't want to be with me, but I'm going to trick her. Come on, bro. Like you just, it's not going to be real. You get in a relationship, you set your standards, you stick to them. I do have to do another quick plug on, on CobraTape.com. I do have a course called the PhD course where I talk about how I got webcam girls, how I made them do anything I say. And I do have a test inside that course that something I do with every single woman I date to see if they're, I call women blueprints because a man makes his woman, but you can have good blueprints and bad blueprints. You can start from a good position. Some are easier than others to mold. But in reality, the woman is always going to be, you said it perfectly at the beginning. It's the man's fault. And a woman's always going to be the reflection of her man. I've, 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 been in, I've been in the club before and I had like three girls. And all three of them were like all with me. It was clear I was, I was with all three. And, and the guys were like, where do you find these girls? It's like, it doesn't matter where I find them. I make them this way. It's not right. like I don't just find them in some magical village where three hot girls all going to share one man. No, I make them this way. I convince them I'm worth of sharing. I make them, I make them not be jealous. I, make, I, I, I have built these females and I've built them into a harem. This is my work. It's nothing to do with where I find the girls. People have this all mixed up. So your woman's a reflection of the man. Absolutely. Always has been, always will be. And that's, yeah. that's how it is. And this is the responsibility of being a man. As a man, you're responsible for everything in your life. You're responsible for how you look and, and your body and your woman and the car you drive, all of it. You're responsible for everything. So yep. if you're lacking anywhere, you need it's all self-awareness. It's your fault. And I love what you said about these red pill guys, because this is where me and them have started to fall out, because they're constantly mm. complaining that it's the women's fault. It's yep. not women's fault. No. Nope. No, it's not women's fault. Because I, I tell you now, man, I know plenty of real G's out here who can get a chick and, and she'll listen to them. Yep. So it's you're just a bitch. And and if if men don't respect bitch men, why would a woman respect a bitch man? Yep. This is normal. I, I see, I see all the time, you know, I, I see, I got a perfect example of, of this girl that, that, that I know and she was with this guy and she walked all over him, treated him like shit, cheated on him, just, uh, treat him like total dog shit. Right. Yeah. Then she broke up with him, got with this other guy, treated this other guy like a King made yeah. him food clean for him, cook for him. It's like, so tell me that this woman is a thought and this woman that, that she's a feminist bitch and whatever, all the, you can tell me all that shit, but 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 real men know that women are a reflection of, of a man in the relationship. Yep. And that's how it's designed. That's that's the whole masculine femininity. Masculine is leader, is is rock. Like women conform to the shape. They're they're respond. Like we we say all the time, right? Like in pickup, like be non-reactive. But so many guys don't know what being non-reactive entails. Like the counterpart of that is why do we say men are non-reactive? Because women are reactive. Yep. And, and that's like, and guys don't get this. And so they always want to blame. It's, it's a victim mindset. That's the one thing that I cannot tolerate and, and puts me, I get to make a lot of enemies on both the feminists and the MGTOW and all those fucking guys yep. hate my guts because I just will not tolerate the victim mindset. Anyone ever trying to say that it's not their fault. 
we're, we're going to have a fight because I, I will not tolerate that. I will not fucking completely coddle you agree. or give you pity on that shit. So completely agree. I had some guy come to me and goes, yeah, but Tate, what about BPD chicks? I was like, what the fuck's BPD? He goes, these chicks with like a personality disorder, like narcissistic personality disorder. I was like, listen, my friend, I don't know what kind of girls you've been fucking, but when you fuck the girls I fuck, which are 19 year olds with 2 million followers on Instagram, Every single one of them is a fucking narcissist. How are they not? How are yeah. they not going to be a narcissist? From exactly. the age of seventeen, they've been getting bombarded with messages from millionaires desperate for their attention and time. How would you not be a narcissist? Just you know, they're all narcissists. Of course yep. they are. This is natural. But they still treat me with respect because they know if they don't. I'm going to disappear. Yep. So it's nothing to do with the disorder. And he was like, "Oh yeah, but you know those girls with obsessive compulsive behaviors." I said, "Listen." If I meet a girl who has something wrong with her, and I actually have met girls who are a bit obsessive compulsive, et cetera, these are the girls who end up being the most loyal. These mm. are the girls who will shoot at the cops while you make a runaway. These are the girls who, <laughs> these are the girls you see the guy who's like the serial killer and his wife helped him hide the bodies. That's yeah. who these women are because exactly. they're obsessive compulsive and they meet a man with such a strong frame that they comply. So I'm saying, yeah, okay, maybe to you they're your, your worst nightmare because you, know, you can't control them. But if you're half a man, there's no woman to fear. The hide, there's a whole bunch of men out here which are afraid of women. Oh, but she might have this compulsive. She might cheat. And I'm like, you don't have any real enemies. You, right. You've never had anybody try to kill you. Give me a thousand women who might break my heart over one man who really wants me dead. Because yeah. I know what who the enemies in the world are. You know, I, I, I've seen it. And I've yeah. been through it. So all these guys are out here worried about chicks. They don't understand the truth and the harsh realities of the world. There's people out here getting their brains blown out by their best friends. Nipsey's friend. Nipsey Hussle's friend pulled a gun and fucking blew his brains out, not his woman. So you yeah. need to, if you're worried about chicks, you, you got the whole world messed up. You need to worry about, you need to worry about predators. You need to worry about other men. Chicks are chicks are chicks, you know, like enjoy them, find a good one, settle down. If you don't find a good one, keep fucking till you do and just calm down. Stop being a little emotional bitch about it. That's, this is the truth. Yeah. That's, that's why also that I like, you know, like I do hard shit in my life and I think that guys should do hard shit, physical shit, because when you go through, when you put yourself through a lot of pain on purpose, then a lot of other shit seems trivial to you. You know, it's like dealing with some little emotional breakup or whatever. It's like, okay, fuck. After you've run 50 miles, you're just like, fuck that. I don't even give a shit about that. You know what I mean? It's like, it takes more to break you down when you, yeah. when you've been through, when you put yourself through hard shit and so many guys have never put themselves through shit. So they don't, they don't know. Then, then all these little, like they, they cry about all these little fucking, uh, you know, weak, weak ass shit that, that, that for, for me or you, it's like, who gives a fuck? Like, yeah. I don't give a shit about that, you know, yeah. or, or they, or they, they cry because people hate them and, and all this shit. And it's like, you don't, you don't give a fuck at some point when you've been through enough shit. It's true. And it's like, someone said to me about babies, they were talking about when babies are teething and they're mm -hmm. saying that it's not particularly painful. It's just the most, it's just the most painful thing they've ever experienced. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, if you have no upper threshold for pain, mm -hmm. then little things are super painful. Like you said, if you've been through real shit, this shit doesn't matter. But if this is the most you've ever been through, it's the most painful thing in the world. So yeah. this is what happens. You're exactly right. People don't put themselves through difficulty. So when something happens in life, which is bound to happen, they have little breakdowns, little baby yeah. breakdowns. Boo-hoo, and they expect me to give a fuck. And, and, and nobody cares. And you know the thing about it? The thing about it is this. Women care the least. Yeah, Women exactly. care the least. You know, like you hear these stories of like men killing themselves over a chick. And I, I guess in the, in the final seconds the man's thinking this will make her really regret all those times she didn't uh, 
she'll be sucking a new dick next week, my friend. Yeah. She'll just think you're a bigger wuss. Yeah, they don't <laughs> care. Like, she they, be they, disgusted. They <laughs> exactly. They don't care because women live in a, in a purely emotional realm. Yeah. And if they don't have any emotion towards you at that time, they don't have any emotion towards you at that time. This is it. And, and that's the reality of it. And this is another reason why the reason I talk about sexless marriage all the time is I, sex is super, super important in, in, in relationships. I think this has been discussed, but I'll give it to you from a webcam, a webcam pimp. I use that word pimp, but not in a bad way. Cause I was very nice to my girls, but cause you, like I said, you can't force a girl. I never hit a girl. I never yelled at a girl. It's just an employment. Right. But from a webcam pimp perspective is that a girl would, I, most of my girls lasted about six to seven months. And the reason they wouldn't last very long is because when they start fucking some guy, Whoever they're fucking would be like, why are you working for this Tate guy? I don't want you working for him. Come try and work for me. Or I don't want you there. Or whatever, whatever, whatever. Girls are only loyal to the dick they're sucking. Mm -hmm, that's, mm -hmm. what, that's all they're loyal to. If yep. I fuck a girl, she becomes Republican. Because, yep. because if I, I'm fucking her. You know, like anything I say is true. Because I'm fucking her. Yep. So women are always loyal to the man they're having sex with. So if your woman's not having sex with you, you need to worry a little bit. Because eventually, whoever she does fuck, she's going to become loyal to. This is who women are loyal to. Women are programmed to be loyal to whoever they're having sex with. And this yep. is because they might get pregnant by that person and then da 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 So women are loyal to dick. So this is one of the easiest ways to, to get women to be loyal to you is if you're sleeping with a woman, she should instantly be loyal to you. You shouldn't even yep. worry about it. If you're having sex with a girl and she still won't comply and shit, then you have bedroom problems. I don't know, something. But, you know? yeah. but, this, is, but this is the point. So sex is another yeah. key big element of it. You know, So... This masculine energy. Yeah, yeah. I would say if she wouldn't comply when when you're having sex with her, then she's using you for some yeah. other reason, right? She's yeah. get you know. Uh, one thing that you said that I thought was interesting because I just did a video on Friday. It just came out on on what on basically what you said about about telling your girlfriend that uh to, to not see any guys, like yeah. any guy friends, right? That yeah. not allowing her because some guy had asked me on Instagram. And, uh, and a lot of people were complaining about my take on the video. Cause in the video I said, Hey, you just tell her like it is, you just say, Hey, this is my standard. You know, if you don't want to comply, that's fine. But you, you cannot have friends that are guys if yep. you're, if you're with me. And, and a lot of guys were like, Oh, that's such, that's so mate guarding. So wussy. Yeah. And I'm like, it, well, first of all, like in my mind, it's like, okay, that's just fucking common sense. Yep. And second of all, Hey, I don't I don't like it. If I don't like something, that's enough. I don't need any more justification than I don't like it, yep. right? And I think a lot of guys don't get that. Maybe you can help drill it in their head yeah. a little bit so, more to so, understand so why this is so important. Yeah, so there's three important things to discuss here. One is that this is the most important thing, is that women are never single. Mm -hmm. A woman is never single. The idea of a woman for like a man going six or seven months without talking to, dating, fucking an ex, messaging some guy, they are constantly either talking to a guy, sleeping with a guy, even if they're not fucking anyone, they're talking to five or six guys on Instagram. Yep. Women are never single, which means every single time you get a girl, you're taking her from other guys. She likes yep. you the most, which also means that even if she's with you, when she's around other men, she's still poachable. Would you want your girl being friends with me? No, you wouldn't. Because you know what I'm going to do. So right. you, this is the first thing. So women are never single. So this is why the idea of her hanging around a bunch of dudes is not acceptable in the first place. And she's going to come out and go, they're just my friends. You may pretend to think they don't want to sleep with you because you know they do. You may pretend to think that, but they don't view you as a friend. This is the first thing. The second thing 
Women will come at you and say, why are you jealous? And I say, no, I'm not jealous. I'm territorial about right. things I care about. For the same reason, she goes, well, but don't you trust me? I says, nothing to do with trust. Yep. I trust the locks on my Lamborghini, but I wouldn't let people try and break in. I'd say, get the fuck away from my car. Right. It's not yours. So for the same reason, even though I trust the security system on my car, and I trust, even though I don't trust her, I'll say I do, I trust your internal security system, I'm not going to let people be disrespectful to me as a man and openly yep. try and poach something that's mine. Right. That's disrespectful. And there's two choices. I either care about you and I'm territorial, right. or I don't care about you and I'm not. Exactly. You can make the choice. If you really want to hang on those dudes, I'm not even saying we can't talk. I'm not saying that. No problem. But yeah. don't expect me to give a fuck about you in the way I could give a fuck about you. And when you tell women, this is one of the key things. When you tell women, I will care about you less if you act X way, it's very hard for them to act that way because they want you to care. Right. They want that emotional energy from you. You're like, you're making a choice that's going to end in a detriment to how much I give a fuck about you. And if they make that choice, you have to act accordingly. If, if she makes that choice and you keep acting like you love her, then she ain't going to feel it. She has to feel it. You know? This is the, this is the second thing about the whole, the whole thing that's, that's really crazy, this whole male friends thing. Third thing, it's never been normal. This is some new think bullshit. In the oh, 1960s yeah. and 70s, it's never been normal. And I always, say, I always say to girls, I say, does your mother hang around with a bunch of guys? She's like, what do you mean? Well, your mother's with your dad most of the time. Yeah. Is your mom, your mom's with your dad. What would your dad say if your mom went out partying with a bunch of men? Right. I say that and they actually go, yo, no, no. They actually, the idea of their mother doing that actually offends them. Right. Like, no, no, like that's not, so, so why the fuck are you doing it? Like what, your mother's a better woman than you. Did she not raise you right? And when you put it on that dynamic, a lot of them actually snap and go, yeah, you're right. But then, but then what they do is, with me anyway, then they go, yeah, but I don't know you're serious. And that's the real issue. Then they come down to, well, do you actually care about me, baby? I don't know you're serious. And I say, well, how can we ever become serious if you're hanging around with a bunch of men? Then I can never be serious about you without looking like a punk. So if you, if you truly believe there's a future for us, you're going to have to make a, a decision now about whether you're going to act accordingly, yes or no. And if you, if you lay down those points and you're quite, you can be quite humorous with it. You can be quite oh, funny. Yeah. But in, in a very nonchalant way, you can't be, uh, they, a lot of the people talk about um, mate guarding and all these red pill guys. and You can't get angry at her. Yeah. Like I see guys go, oh, you're hanging around with them dudes. Da, da, da. Right. Then she wins. Then she wins. Yeah. Pissing you then off. Then you're insecure. Your emotional yeah, energy. And now you're yeah. insecure. When you say, oh, you're going to hang around with a bunch of dudes. Yeah, I don't normally date girls like that. I, I like exactly. you. I like yeah. you. You're cool. But those kind of girls, like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Why, why do you trust me? It's like, oh, it's not about trust. It's just, it, I don't know. It's not my thing. I just find it disrespectful. I, I don't like those kind of girls. So yeah. now you're telling her she's not a good person. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of pulling her and trying to grab her, you're pushing her, which is the key. Yeah. Exactly. And now she's like, well, I'm not, I'm not a bad person. I'm not a hoe. I'm not a hoe. I'm like, well, you know, would your mom do this? Would your mom hang around with a bunch of guys? That's right. what I'm, I'm just asking. Like your mom's with your dad. Like they'll have a relationship and they had a family and like, you know, if we're ever going to be anything serious, I just don't think it's normal. It's not the kind of thing I'd, I'd, I'd be, I wouldn't want my wife hanging around with a bunch of men. Yeah, but yeah. we're not married yet. Like, but how, but how can we ever, how can we ever advance towards anything if this is what you're doing? Just exactly. keep laying it down and, and you'll see they usually comply. Now, if the woman won't comply and she really wants to hang around with those dudes, then she's going to suck their dicks anyway. So exactly. then at that point, there's nothing you can do. Just, yep. just accept she's a lost cause. You know, but you're saving be, yourself pain later down the road because you're, you're, you're weeding it out early on, right? Because yeah. it's, it's not going to change later on. Oh, 100% no. 
Yeah. And there's no reason. There's no reason for her. The truth is, if a woman truly loves a man, she mm. doesn't want to hang around with dudes. Exactly. exactly. She doesn't. I, I put, another thing I put on Twitter when one of my band accounts, I said, if a woman truly loves a man, she doesn't find other men attractive. Right. And I put this up and it went blue up. And it was like, my girl thinks Idris Elba's number one. Some, it's like dudes coming along saying how their girls fancy other men. It went viral. Right. I got 10,000 retweets. Right. And everyone's calling me insecure. I'm like, I know that if a woman truly loves another man, yeah. they don't, they don't like men. We can look at a woman still want to fuck her. They don't view men that way. They're like, no, exactly. I love him. They, they don't, they're uninterested. Men become like trees. They become obsessed with the one they really love. So if your woman's sitting there going, oh, I'd fuck him or this celebrity or that. Or right, that, exactly. Then you, have a, then you have a problem. It's a real problem. You're not right. insecure to sit there and say, why are you talking about having sex with another guy? That's disrespectful. I don't want a wife to do Right, exactly. Sex. Yeah. You should, the response to that should be get the fuck out. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not normal. Like, yeah, but like, because it's so disrespectful to even say that, right? It's like, like, and it's a test a lot of times. Like, let's see how this is, how he fucking reacts to this to see if I say, oh, I would fuck Brad Pitt or like, you know then yeah yeah you can't tolerate that shit it's not it's not a matter of being uh you know insecure it's a matter of having fucking boundaries and, and standards and saying hey, I, I just don't Man, tolerate this just, shit. that insecure yeah. see, see what they do is it's not just with this topic it's with every topic to yeah. try and stop you acting masculine yeah shame natural masculine behaviors men have always been territorial of their females since the dawn of human time yeah. And then you're going to come along in the last 20 years of fucking crazy land, the clown world, and you're going to come along and say men shouldn't be territorial over their females when we've always been the same way forever. Yeah. Bullshit. Exactly. It's bullshit. Yeah. And you're going to try and shame me by calling me insecure. Just like you're going to try and call me immature for wanting to fuck more than one woman. Well, you need to grow up. Da -da -da. Maybe I want to fuck about, doesn't mean I don't love you. Maybe I just want to fuck her. I'm not immature. Yeah. I'm a man. That's how it yeah. is. So they try and shame you. That's what they try and do. They try and shame you. And the men who buy it, yeah, I'm not insecure. Yeah, baby, I'm not insecure. Go hang around with Tate. Yeah, I'm not insecure. Go to his house. <laughs> like, I've seen, I've seen these dudes be not yeah. insecure, and I've seen her swallow cum. So I know exactly. how it ends. I know exactly. how it ends. I've been on the other side of it a thousand times. Yeah. So like, yeah. Be See, I think that's the key. It's like if you've been on the other side of it, then you understand what we're saying here, right? Because you know what will happen, right? As as a guy, and so the guys that are complaining about this, they've never been on the other side of it, so they don't fucking know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And and they're also the guys where even if the woman did cheat, they'd be like, "Oh, I'll take her back to the fucking punk." Yeah. So like th th these dudes don't let don't let the the, the societal imperative, which is feminine led, the societal imperative is feminine led. Don't be don't be insecure. Don't be immature. Let your woman do whatever she wants. Give her no boundaries. Let her run around. Let her hang around with dudes. Let her do anything. Don't do, 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 do. You, if you, if you sap that shit up, you're in for a miserable existence. Yeah. Any yeah. man, any man who complies with the societal objectives, any man who sits there and listens to any of the shit society tells him is going to be fucking miserable. Yeah. No woman wants a 50-50 relationship. No yeah. woman wants that. A woman wants a man she respects enough to hand authority over to. That's what they yeah. want. They don't want no 50-50. If you're, if you're genuinely thinking, I need to, to keep my woman happy, it needs to be 50-50. If you're believing this shit, you're in for a wild ride, friend. Because oh, yeah. it ends badly, 1,000% of the time. Because it's a feminine-led imperative. It's, 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 not, it's not good for a man to act in any way the way society tells him to. So yeah. don't, don't believe it. Let's, can we dispel this real quick? Because Kent says here, gay dudes don't try to bang the girls they are friends with. <laughs> I get well, this all the time and it's like, yeah, I mean, 
I, okay, so the whole gay dude thing, this is another one, this is actually one of the good advantages of living in Romania. The gay oh. friend thing is a lot less common because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, homosexuality isn't so open here. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not a big thing. I, I, what I find, and I don't want to say anything homophobic because I know a lot of gay guys. I know a lot of very mm -hmm. masculine gay guys. Yes. What, yeah. I find, what I find is with some gay guys is some, if she has a friend and he's gay and, and he's a married gay and he has a boyfriend, da, 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 and she sees him sometimes, da, da, then maybe it's fine. But a, yeah. lot, a lot of gays are interested in degenerate behaviors. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. if you're, if you're, oh, I'm with my gay friend. We're going to the gay pub, we're, the gay bar where everyone's drunk and everyone's naked. Yeah. It's like, do you, like, do you really want your woman around? Forget the gay part. Like, it's just right. degenerate behavior. Like, exactly. You know, it's just like, is it an atmosphere you want her around? Like, is, I, I, this is a genuine point. I say this all the time. I said, a woman should never want to see male strippers. The mm -hmm. idea of a man swinging his dick around should not be appealing to a female. Like, if she's a hoe, yeah, but most quality women would be like, mm, no, not really. That, that, that's kind of embarrassing. Or, do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not, I'm not hating on the strippers because they probably fuck no. at the end of every show. You know, whatever. Good. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, women aren't interested in a man from a purely physical perspective the way a man's interested in a woman from, from a purely physical perspective. So there's, there's a, there's a bunch of degeneracy that can go down that rabbit hole, which I don't know. You know, like, I mean. Uh, you have to you have to gauge the individual relationship. If she has this gay best friend, she's always with him, and he's always running around, and there's tons of dudes and dicks everywhere. Do you really want her there? I mean, I, I wouldn't want my chick there. I'd be like, you know what, baby, just stay home. You're not going out, and she'll and she'll listen to me. And if she really says no, I'd rather go to the naked club full of dicks. I refuse to listen to you. Well, then you have problems. So there you go. Good luck. yeah. Yeah, there's actually a pretty good book called Sperm Wars, which, which talks about some of the, and and one of the things that the author makes arguments he makes in the book is he says, well, you know, to some degree, uh, you know, homosexuality is genetic. And so he says, well, you know, in order for that to be the case, you have to realize that a large percentage of homosexual men are actually bisexual or they have sex with women occasionally. Yep, and yep. so that's yep. like the dangerous is, like, you yep. know, I mean, sure, maybe this guy's gay 90% of the time, but, you know, that 10% of the time when he's hanging out with your girl, yep. I don't know, you know, one night, you know, he's just like, yep. hey, let me try this out. Yep. So that's right. And that's how it goes. And, and this is it. And it doesn't matter about gay or straight. Like if you're man yeah. enough, you're, you're man enough for your woman. You, I want, you can fulfill the entire masculine void in her life. You, exactly. her father and her brothers. And that's enough. Man. How many men does she need? Like what can these guys be saying or talking about or doing that you can't do? Like, wh what is this massive gap? That's the big question. If she really needs to hang around with other men, gay or straight all the time, there's yeah. a huge gap of masculine energy that you're not fulfilling. What is that? And why? Like I, I'm, if you're a force of nature, which every man should be, every man in his own right should be a force of nature. If you're genuinely a force of nature and you come into a woman's life, you blow her mind. Exactly. She have all the masculine energy she ever going to need. Where, where will she ever look at you and go, Hmm, I'd rather hang around with this dude. Why? Right. That, right. That, there's a deficit there. A lot of these problems I don't ever have ever. Yeah. And that's because, you know, I, I fulfill their masculine void completely. That's, that's my job as a man. And that's your job as a man. If your woman's truly, truly, I want to hang around with 30 dudes. Something wrong. It's weird. It's not normal. Uh, let me see. I got another, I think I missed, I can't pull, pull this one up on the screen because I missed the time frame. But Andrew K had a 299 super chat. He said, how to deal with hate from simps? Okay, well, that's a good question, I guess. But I think that uh, you have to understand that. Firstly, arguing on the internet is it's basically always a waste of time. 
Mm. So that's the first thing. Second thing is that uh, there's a really good saying. I know it's kind of cliche, but they say it a lot. Hate never comes from above. Right. And it's, 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 so, it's so absolutely true. Yep. You know? And if hate ever does come from above, it's fantastic promotion. <laughs> it's just that's true it's, it's so great, great promotion yeah. you know like when jk rowling was telling me i'm a misogynist piece of shit i was looking at the retweets going <laughs> finally follow yeah. like, like you know so if hate comes from above it's a good thing and if hate comes from below it doesn't fucking matter yeah like, yeah for, for, for someone's opinion to bother you you have to respect that person's opinion so if you yeah. ever find yourself annoyed by something someone said you have to ask yourself why do i respect this person now, why would you respect a sin? Right. Like, so I, I get more hate than it. I get nonstop, never ending tirades of hate. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying this in any kind of bravado way. I want everyone to understand. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't enter my brain. I don't care because I know that any of these men would die to change places with me. They would do anything to be me. There is no man. If you could build yourself like a video game character without the effort and determination and iron will that it requires to become a man of substance, if you could do it with a few clicks of a mouse like a video game, everyone would choose to be big and strong and smart and rich and fucking have fast cars and beautiful women. Nobody would choose to be a fucking internet masturbator, fat, simp piece of shit. No one would tick those options. Nobody. Right. So they would swap with me in a heartbeat if they could. So when they take time out of their life and start writing an email about I'm a bad person, do you think I give a solitary fuck? I know they don't mean it. So hate from simps is, is the easy, this is jealousy. This is energy. Yeah. I, I, I put up a, a Twitter thread about stealing people's energy and a few people uh, accused me of hocus pocus bullshit. But I said, listen, there's people in the world who take the energy from others. And there's people in the world who give their energy to others. Yeah. If there's people out there in the world constantly writing about you, typing emails to you, and you're giving nothing in return, you're just absorbing energy from the universe. Let them hate. Yeah. Let them hate. It's, it's good. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what's worse than having lots of haters? Having no haters. Exactly. Yeah. And no yeah. one giving a fuck what you say. Yeah. That's far worse. So fucking love it. How do I deal with hate from simp? I laugh. I laugh and laugh. Sometimes I read the good ones out to my brother. And we yeah. laugh and we move on with our lives. I don't, there's, there is, and they've tried every angle. They've tried insulting my dead father. They've tried insulting my looks. They've tried insulting, they've tried threatening me. There are no words, everyone watching this, there are no words you can conceive and type on a screen that can detract me or distract me from my fantastic existence. Yeah. Good luck. Email me. <laughs> Off you go. Cause I'm busy. So I don't give a fuck. I don't care. And if you start sitting, if you catch yourself sitting there reading an email and you're seething angry, the problem's with you, not with the simp. You need to, why do you care? And if you could sit there for a few seconds ago, you're right. Why do I care? Who is this? This guy probably is the most miserable man in the world. Yeah. You know, when I said about the depression thing, Evan was writing to me, you need to did it, trying to think. And I, I tweeted, why would, everyone's trying to change my opinion. Why would I want to adopt the thinking of people who are sad? Right. <laughs> right. You're all depressed telling me how to think. Why the fuck would I want to think like you? Why, why would I want to think 1% like you? You've just told me you're struggling to not kill yourself. And now you're telling me how to think? Like anyone who's sitting there writing hate emails is not a happy, contented person. So don't worry about it because I don't do that. There's plenty of people I don't really even like and I've never typed a hate email. 
So I'm busy. So just don't worry about it. Like if you worry about it, then you have a problem. But there's always going to be losers. Let them be losers. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Yeah. I think I think a lot of it too. That uh, I mean, I think this is a perfect example, guys, of of how you should think about this, the way that Andrew handles this. But I'd say also like just so many people are out there trying to please people and afraid to say what they want to say. And like, as a man, you just got to do what you want to say and just accept the fucking consequences of it. Like some people are afraid to accept the consequences. And if you're worried about haters, if you're worried about all this shit, I mean, you're going to get them no matter what. The the question is like, are you going to get haters because you're saying what you actually want to say? Or are you going to get haters because you're trying to conform to some some bullshit societal norm and you're going to get them anyway? So I rather I'm no I'm going to get haters. I rather get the fucking true haters. The, the, that that tells me I'm on the right path than than trying to like please people and and do that bullshit and then you're going to get haters anyway. So exactly. I mean, if 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 you can say things that inspire people to to think of you when you don't even know they exist, you win. Yeah. You win. <laughs> this is energy. This is energy transfer. You yeah. win. I get endless emails of hate. It's just, it's pure. It, it motivates me. I love it. Yeah. You have any, if everyone loved me. So I recently made a stupidly large purchase and I bought a Bugatti about, I put the deposit down about two weeks ago. It comes in April. And I put it on my Instagram. Do you think I would have loved putting that video up if everybody liked me? Oh, no. I love it that after half the people saw it and goes, that fucking, I hate yeah. this guy. This pig yeah. guy, he's always winning. I fucking hate this guy. This is what makes life fun. As I'm, this is what makes it interesting. I, I, would be, I would be devastated if all my haters disappeared. How boring yeah. would that be? Like, it's, it's absolutely. And you're never going to win without attracting the hate of people who can't win. Yep. This is it. Okay. They're going to try and drag you down. They're going to try and drag you down. Don't buy, you buy a baguette. What a waste of money. You could have given it to charity. It's like, bro. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) You know, just let these people hate. You need to enjoy the hate. You need to turn it into into power in real time. Like we said earlier, the only thing you control is your state of mind. Every single time you get an email of hate, do 100 press-ups and smile. Bang, there. Now you're going to be in fantastic shape. You're going to be happy. It's like you you set the parameters for your own life. Fuck these. Like, I don't, I, I, and this also goes back to what you said earlier, which was perfect. You haven't put yourself through hard things if you're worried about emails from, from idiots. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, 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 people have tried to kill me. I'm not worried about an email. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. It's fine. You know, like I've been in the cage. You've run, you've run a fucking hundred miles. Who gives a shit about an email? Who cares? Right. It doesn't, it's not real. And a lot of this is down, you know, society is trained people, you know, to conform, conform, conform. And there's something natural inside of humans that make you want to be liked and conform. Blah, blah, blah. But it's not the way to be. It's not, an, it's not a happy existence for a man to just bend and sacrifice his entire worldview to try and hope that he's accepted as one of the sheep of the flock. There's no, there's no happiness there. It's amazing how many people have this mindset though. Cause I did this, I did this video on Jordan Peterson. Uh, you know, again, I'm not totally against Jordan Peterson. I like a lot of things that he said, but, but I think it's hypocritical that he's advising people on their lives and he's on all these fucking depression medications and then he gets addicted yeah. to drugs yeah. and, and he's supposed to be a fucking psychiatrist. So anyway, so I, I pointed that out and, uh, and some stuff with his daughter as well that, that I thought was, was ironic concern or like hypocritical concerning yeah. his stance. And Oh my God, the, the Peterson fanboys came in full force and it's like, I think the video has like 13,000 down votes to like 1,000 up votes. And the most common thing that people say in that video is they say, 
you, you see how many people have downvoted this video. Clearly you're wrong and you should take this video down. And I just thought that's amazing that that's the most common comment on the video yeah. is that people think that if other people disagree with you, you must yeah. be wrong and you must change your viewpoint yeah. to conform to theirs. And that, that was the thing that made me, I was like, wow, w w so many sheep here like that, 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 like I never, I never would even consider taking a video down because it has, it's disliked. Yeah. Like well, it, it just doesn't even fucking occur in my mind that, yeah. that I'm going to gauge the success of my myself based on whether other people like it or not. I, I'm constantly looking at, do I like this shit? Do I like what I said? Do I like what I did? Like my my only point of origin of, of reference is myself and my own judgment. And Absolutely. it's like so many people are so fucking just, just looking at the crowd and what other people have to say in order to get their point of origin. And it's like, you cannot be a man and, and allow other people to determine what is good or what is valuable in your life. Yeah, exactly, because because society is going to lead you into an unhappy life anyway. So you can't con conform. And I and I'm going to agree with you there about about Peterson. You said some good things, but I'm super against any kind of medication designed specifically to alter your brain. I don't think that's the way to exist. I, and I know, and I have history of mental illness in my family. In fact, I have a few members of my my extended family who have a bipolar and a few other things. And outside of complete schizophrenia, where they really are a danger to society. Right. I have a few members. I have a few members of society that have uh, a few members of, of my family which have a few personality disorders, and they are personality disorders, and they are strange to be around. However, I've told them over and over again: don't, don't take that pill. Just don't exactly. take it. Look, you're a bit kooky, whatever. But this is it. And the yep. truth is this: is that these people exist in every country in the world, but only in Western countries we pop them full of pills. Full of pills. Yep. In Thailand, they'd be like, "Oh, Uncle, whatever. He's a bit weird, but you know, he's harmless." And that's it. Like, but I, it is crazy to preach mental strength and then pop yourself full of pills. I have to agree with that. And I've always said that. So I'm not going to sit and I'm not shitting on the guy. I like the guy, but you're right. Yeah. You can't preach mental strength. If you're going to, if you're going to take pills when bad things happen, you can't do that. And bad things happen to everybody. But one of my tenets of, 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 of manhood, no matter what happens to me in my life, I will never, ever take an antidepressant. I'd yes. rather be, I'd rather be depressed. I don't know how that's going to affect my brain. Nobody knows how it's going to affect my brain. Nobody even knows. These things have been around for 20 or 30 years. You can't right. do a study. 20 years, we don't know how many people have killed themselves. It might cause more depression, more suicide. Nobody even knows. All these people doing the school shooting and crazy shit are on drugs for this stuff. It's not like you can't. You, no one knows the true result and the true effect of this stuff. I, it's better the devil you know. I understand yeah. my brain. I've lived with it this way my whole life. I'm going to keep it this way. Altering it with chemicals is always going to be a mistake. I think it's always going to be a mistake. And I'll never, ever tell anybody to do that. You want to alter your brain with chemicals? Do a bunch of, do run a hundred miles. There's your endorphins. Right. <laughs> there's your endorphins. Exercise is a brain, is a mind altering activity. There, there, there's your mind altering chemicals. Get to work. Don't try to pop pills and cheat. It's all it is. Fact, Shortcuts and hacks. There's a, there's actually a really good book I read recently about it. Um, trying to, trying to find it here it's on on audible it might be called uh might be lost connections i think that's what it is it's actually written by a very leftist guy yeah yeah it's called oh, lost it's, connections it's Johan Hari. Yeah. yeah so he's he, he's very leftist he's extremely leftist he is, yeah. but he wrote a really damn book lost connections on antidepressants and how they don't actually work and how all the studies show that they don't actually work that they actually make things worse in a majority of cases and so I think yeah. that's, I said, it's a, yeah. <laughs> I said the depression shit about a year before that book came out and I was the worst man in the world. 
And then he released mm -hmm. a book and confirmed it. Right. Like, oh, but but he's on the right side. He's on the left. So, exactly. you know, so. He's allowed to say it. We're not allowed to say, you know, gross balls. That's, that's against the rules. Yeah. And this is the thing. And this is one of the things about society. This is one of the reasons why society is falling apart. It's because they keep telling men, it's okay to cry. It's okay to be a bitch. It's okay to be sad. Right. And, and what they don't understand, is, well, all these leftists, which are men with low testosterone, and women, which have no testosterone, what they don't understand is that men have a natural, it's something we've evolved with. It's something we need. We have a natural capability for violence. This is something that's inside of men because we had to defend our societies and defend our people we cared about. We have a natural capability for violence. So the reason that society is now safe is because we resist our urge, which, which is a natural capability for violence. If someone comes up to you and calls you a dickhead, you may feel like smashing him straight in the face, but you don't. You'll say, right. well, why am I a dickhead? Or you're a dickhead too. Or there'll be a little bit of exchange before it might get to that point. But the point is this, when you tell men to remove self-control over their emotion, oh, you can cry if you feel sad. Right. When you tell men to remove control over their emotion, you don't just get a bunch of crybabies. You yeah. also get a bunch of violent men. These are what these school shooters are. Right, oh, Antifa, I'm, I'm, right I'm, there. Yeah, I feel sad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, or Antifa. These are people mm -hmm. with no emotional control. Yeah. And in many men, this, this is going to end up manifesting itself in violence. So yep. the, one of the key tenets of masculinity is emotional control. When, exactly. I, say men, when I say men don't cry, I'm not, I've cried. I cried when my father's died. So I cried once in 15 years. But the point is, I'm not saying you should never cry. I'm saying your default reaction to adversity should not be tears. There right. should be a big barrier that prevents tears and allows you to logically try and find a solution and get to work and put action in place as opposed to sitting there crying. And when I say men don't cry, like, oh, you're toxic, masculine, you're insecure, real men cry. Da -da. I disagree. Real men control their emotions and they act irregardless of emotions and make logical decisions. That's exactly. what a real man does. Yep. So you have to control your emotions as a man. Because if you can't control the sad, you can't control the violent, you can't control anything. And this is why society is getting so bad. All these men are told not to control themselves. And everyone's sitting there going, why is everyone killing each other? I wonder why. Right. Because men get, because we get pissed off. <laughs> and that's what happens. You know, so huge amounts of, of self-control is required to, to exist inside of a society as a man. And we need uh, to be teaching men to be self-controlled. And you can't teach a man to be self-controlled if you start popping pills the second you're sad. That's not self-control. Exactly. So yeah. The whole thing right. is fucked up. Yeah, yeah, I, I have this thing. I, I call it uh, like the three levels of emotional mastery, right? And I think the first level is what I, what I call hard on your sleeve, right? So this is where you're like going around like a little bit, just whining about everything, crying about you know blue pill, heartbroken, all this. And then I think a lot of guys hit the second level, which is emotional numbness or zombie mode. So they learn that they can become numb, so they don't feel pain, right? But then they don't feel love either, so they're like they're just basically like you know zombies, zombies walking around. But the third level is what I call like feel the pain and keep on walking. That's when you reintegrate, when you're open again and you feel the pain, but it doesn't, it doesn't influence what you do. Like you experience full emotion. You can love again. Like you could treat people, like you can feel all that spectrum of emotion, but it doesn't, but you don't express it. It doesn't come outward. Instead, you feel it internally, but you keep on doing what you're supposed to do as a man. You take your actions are not, are not influenced by those emotions. Whereas the first level, your actions are completely influenced by your emotions. Everything that you feel, that's what you do. Yeah. Completely agree with you, friend. I completely agree with you. And I, I, I completely agree. I, I think I tweeted something this morning. I said, I, I'm not a stoic. When I'm angry, I'm angry. And when I'm happy, I'm happy. I don't really feel sad. I don't believe in sad. So the closest to sad for me is, is fury. I'll get pissed off. I don't really believe right. in sad. 
because I've reframed the parameters. You know, there's a really interesting documentary about colors, and I can't remember what it's called, but if you can find it, find it. And it was saying how colors are, not, are nothing to do with how our eyes see them, but colors are, due to do, are down to how our language has named the colors. So you look at a color. Yeah. Have you seen this? I don't know if you've seen this. I haven't seen it, but I heard about like blue wasn't used in yeah. any. Yeah. yeah. So they found an African tribe where they showed two shades of blue, which were oh. fucking identical. And to them, they were completely different colors. Yeah. But to us, they're just blue. And then they showed them blue and green, and they thought they were the same color. Right. So like it's all based on how, where, do, where have you set parameters with your language? So in my in my mind, I my parameters are set so that sad doesn't exist. I just have different levels of angry. Right. Because I believe that because <laughs> yeah. anger is a force. Anger is only a problem if you can't control it. If you can put anger in the correct direction, it's extremely motivating. Like uh, water is only a problem if it breaks the dam, right? If it's in the dam and it's doing the right thing, you power a town. It's only if it right. goes over the dam. So when I get pissed off, I'll go train. And I'll get or I'll get a bunch of shit done. I work yeah. best when I'm angry. Like I'll go, I'll go smash the weights. When I'm angry, I'll just fucking train for six hours. I love being angry. I get loads done. When I'm happy is when I'm lazy. So right. I don't believe in sad. So for me, there's just different, different levels of angry. So it's all about, you know, how you frame yourself and how you choose certain emotions. But the, I, I can't even, first time in my life I've messed up. I can't remember my original point. But my point is, if how you, how you decipher what happens to you and how you react to it, is truly how you're going to envision the world. I don't believe in sad, so I never feel sad. And this is why even if something bad, if bad things happen to me, it motivates me to do amazing and fantastic things. And, and this, right. is, this is where true emotional control comes from. It's how something's going to happen, so how do you perceive it? It's like rolling with the punches of life. It's like boxing. You go with the shot, don't you? This is how it goes. This is life. And I know some people are going to say about anger, because I always preach against anger, right? Because I'm always like, anger is a feminine emotion. But the reason why I say that is because it's the expression of anger because it's when, when you, if I can make you angry and then I can make you act differently because I've made you angry, then I'm in control of you. Right. Whereas it's like, if you are angry internally, it's a totally different thing, but is it affecting your actions? Right. That's why yeah. I always talk about it because all these, like a lot of the red pill guys and MGTOW guys get upset. They're angry. They're in a constant state of anger. And what they're doing is they're bitching and whining, complaining about women instead of actually driving forward and moving forward. It is influencing their actions. Exactly, they're, yeah. they're being emotional versus versus experiencing emotion, which is, it, I think, is, it, is it a key. I completely agree. It's, it's how, it, it, are you disciplined enough to control your anger? The reason anger suits me is because I'm disciplined enough to never let it bring me down to, like you said, bitching on the internet or complaining or becoming right. black still or moaning about my situation. I'm disciplined enough to take that anger and do something positive with it. So... Anger is a fantastic emotion. If you have enough central, if you have enough self-discipline to focus it in the correct direction, fine. Most people, when they get angry, it consumes them. And, exactly. then, and then that is absolutely feminine. That's what females do. They get angry and they start screaming and, and it consumes them. I'll be angry with a smile on my face. Right. So, you know, it's like, I'm angry it's now. Like, 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 you know, it's, to me, it's just fire. It's just yeah. internal, you know, energy. But yeah, absolutely. Anyone who can, can control your emotions at a whim then they have control over you, don't they? So you exactly. have to be careful with these kind of people. And, and this is how this is how the whole world is influenced. How do they make Black Lives Matter march? Well, they make them angry. Exactly. You, do. you make people, you, you control, this is how you control people in real time. This is what and, everyone does. This is a natural human thing. So you have to have enough self-control to if something affects you, you at least put it in a positive direction. Absolutely. And I'm sure 
I'm sure you can relate to this as as a fighter. Like I saw guys like when when I am getting into confrontation with another guy, if he's screaming and yelling at me and bouncing around and trying to shove me and all this shit, I'm not afraid of that guy because I know I can kick that guy's ass. Yeah. But if he's silent yeah. and he's calm, yeah. then I'm like, hey man, maybe I should buy you a beer. Let's uh, yeah. let's talk this out because because oh, yeah. I know right. It's like because that that anger is a tell for me. Yeah. It's like a guy that gets fucking angry when he's ready to fight. Yeah. He he's he's inexperienced. He doesn't know he's gonna go. I can can I can manipulate him in the fight as well because yeah. I know I can push his buttons and I know he's not gonna be he's not yeah. gonna be there. But but you know is that I mean do you I mean obviously you have a lot more experience than me in this this area. Do you find no, that complete, no complete no completely true? And and what you'll find with a lot of posturing, especially before fights, is what they're hoping to do is scare you away from the fight because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. they don't want to fight. Right. Like if, if they really wanted to fight, they just punch you. Right. What are they, what are they screaming? Right. Right. Like the people, like I, the people I've seen and the people I know who, who are genuinely about that life, they don't say anything. It's just yeah. like, blah, 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 leave the blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? They punch him, just smash his face. Done. Now it's over. Exactly. You yeah. know? So even, even in like, uh, I, about five or six years ago, when the guy tried to kill me, I, I had someone tried to stab me to death in a car park. And if you know anything about London, you know, they have like 35 stabbings a day now. It's out of control. London. Yeah. And I had been arguing with him and his business partner by text and his business partner was texting me all these threats. And when I texted the guy who tried to kill me, he ignored my messages. Uh -huh, yeah. He didn't reply. And then three days later, tried to stab me in a car park by surprise. This is intent. Intent doesn't speak. Right. You know, the, the guy who sent me all the threats didn't do shit. Right. But the guy who didn't reply to me and then came out at me out of fucking nowhere. This is true intent. So you're right. Yeah. A lot of these people, when they start shouting and floundering their arms and stuff, I say this all the time to people. I say that like, uh, no matter how good of a fighter you are, I'm a pro fighter, but if someone's directly in my face, I can't see if they have a knife. I might get sucker punched by their friend. They have groups of people. Oh, true, yeah. true professionals don't do this whole in your face screaming thing. We don't do yeah. that. I, I'm super calm. I'm like, look, leave it. Da -da. If I tell him to fuck off and he keeps coming at me, I'm just going to start throwing punches because I'm not, I ain't there to talk and chit chat and, da -da, and maybe get sucker punched or knocked out myself. That's not how it's going to be. So the true pros are about that life. The true pros are like, look, leave it. That okay, fuck. If it's on, it's on. There's nothing to talk about anymore. I've told him to leave. He won't leave. He's going to start hitting. Yeah. You know. So I completely agree with you. A lot of that, a lot of that floundering stuff is just posturing. And what they're hoping you'll will do is you'll shit yourself and you'll back down. Then they don't have to actually fight. They get to be the tough guy for no reason. So. And guys try to do the same thing with with women too, right? All these threats and like, oh, you know, like instead of just like you said, Whoa, just walk, right, no, just walk away. No, That's your power. No, threatening women is a. I say this all the time to guys. Yeah. Man. He's like, well, what should I say to her? I was like, look, threatening women is a fucking mistake. Yeah, it's a mistake because they'll call your bluff. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. anything you say, you have to do. And if you and, and if what you say isn't walking away, then she doesn't give a fuck anyway. Right. So like, just do it. She ain't gonna believe you until you do it. I say this all the time with people, and this is not just with women, but this is a masculine trick in general. I try and say to people, most people have never studied speaking. And when I say that, I mean that in a serious way, in that I am very, very precise and very, very cerebral about how I talk. And right. you'll hear people say things like, you better not touch that. And I say, you shouldn't say that. And so I, was, I was with my friend. He goes, why? I said, because you said you better not. Now there has to be a, a serious consequence. Right. And, and they ignored you and they touched it. Right. So now what are you going to do? Like you made a threat and they called your bluff. You didn't do shit. And you didn't even realize. But with me, I'll say, don't touch that. And they may touch it and say, I told you not to touch that. You better not touch that again. Right. Now, when I say that, I've already planned the consequence, whatever that <laughs> may be. 
Right. Also, a lot of men, when they're arguing with women, they make a whole bunch of empty threats. You better shut up. She keeps talking. You, you know what I mean? So you have to be careful with your language as well because subconsciously you're also telling her your threats don't mean anything. You shouldn't threaten women. Women don't believe in threats. Women don't understand. You need to just react. Yeah, you know? just take action. Yeah, just take action. But you, look, I'm not going to let you – look. I, I've lived an extreme life. I do not expect everyone to be like me, living in a house with fucking six girls and fucking them all and all that shit. Da, da, da. But I've dealt with the absolute extremes of female craziness. And mm -hmm. the answer is always the same. Blah, blah, blah. Listen, you can be upset I fucked her. That's fine. But we're adults, and you're not going to scream at me this way. I'm not going to live in a house full of screaming like you're a toddler. If you're going to scream this way, one of us is leaving the house, and the house is mine. So it ain't. Right. Blah, 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 blah. Then, bitch, you got to go. That's it. That's, yep. that's it. That's Calm it. If you, it yep. yeah, I'll take your stuff. I'll throw it out the window. If you don't want to follow your stuff, the police are going to come and escort you out my fucking house. Yep. And halfway halfway down with her stuff being thrown out, oh, well, why don't you just want to talk? No, because I tried to talk to you. And all you want to do is fucking scream. Yeah. You know? And then next time round, they don't do that shouting shit because they know that you're that guy who's about that action. If I was like, you better stop screaming or else, <laughs> it's they're the not going to stop. Yeah. It's weak. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, anyone who has to has to make threats, it's always weak. Even even with my own employees, when people work for me, if they're doing a bad job, I point out what they're doing wrong, yep. and if they continue to do it, I don't. They're just fired. There's no, we don't have a discussion. There's no threats. I don't say, oh, if you do this, you're. It's just, it's done. I've already pointed out what you did wrong. Yep. Like you're on notice. You should know. I, it's. I didn't even threat. I didn't even say, hey, if you keep doing this, uh, you're going to get laid off or whatever. It's just, you're just gone. That's yep. it. And it's and the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just be direct, man. Like it's, yeah. I, it's the best way to be. It's the only, it's like one of the only ways to get ahead in the world. Like yeah. it's, 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 there's so many people just fucking, I, I have, I have this time. You must get this kind of thing all the time. People come at me and they, they think they have this big issue. And when you unpack the issue, the issue is just inaction. Yeah. That's all it is. That's it's it. inaction. I'm sad and I'm this and I'm this and this and this and this. You're doing nothing. You're just sitting, talking, but you're not doing anything. If you were doing things, if you were learning the guitar and going to the bar every night and going up to every girl you found attractive and going right. to the gym every day, you wouldn't have called me. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. doing nothing. You know, it's, a lot of it's just inaction. We live in a world of, of, of just fucking waiting and, and, being, and being too patient and just sitting there. In, in, life is binary. You have action and inaction. You have cause yeah. and effect. You either did it or you didn't do it. You know, I can talk about going to the moon for the next fucking 10 years. I'm not an astronaut right. until I've been to the fucking moon. So this is the reality of life. You're either an action taker or you're not an action taker. So completely. Yeah. This is the only way to be with, with people in general. It's the only yeah. way to be. I get a lot of guys that are, that are coming to me because they're addicted to porn and masturbation. And I'm like, you're just not fucking. How do you even have fucking time for that? Like, it's like, I don't have fucking time for that. I'm too fucking busy. I'm like doing shit all the time. It's like, I don't have time to like open up a browser and be like, okay, let me grab my tissues. And shit. like, yeah. I got shit I'm doing all the time. So the answer is just be fucking busy. Like you, that like your life should be so fucking busy. You should be like, I don't have time for all the shit I want to do in life. Cause life yeah. is so fucking short. Yeah. I don't know how you have time to just fuck around. So it's crazy. They have complete lack of self-control and they neglect important things for this dumb shit. Yeah. And then they want to sit there and pretend that somehow society owes them a female. You know, this is another thing about those red pill guys. They're always saying, I'm going to, we're going to fix women and women. Da, da, da. I am very happy. We live in a society where women don't fuck me. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. I, yeah. I, like, yes. like, why would I want that? Right. Cause I'm at the top of the fucking food chain. So why does it benefit me for women to go look at this? Nobody who doesn't try very hard. And I'm beautiful, but you know what? I'm going to go and be with it. Like, why would that benefit me or society right. in any way? It doesn't. Like, it, society is competitive. 
it's always has been, and it, and I think it should be. And yeah. I, I, I really do. And another thing you'll see a lot of these guys hating on, well, she, she maybe she's stupid, she's pretty, but she doesn't know anything. That Beauty is it's just one of those things. It always has been COVID coveted. Fucking wars were fought over in right. ancient Greece over beautiful women. Some are just born hot. Maybe they're dickheads, but they're born hot. That's how it is. Don't be a fucking hater. You know, just just get in the game and, and find one for yourself. It's also good. It's like I think it's one of the best times for guys to be alive is because the competition is so low, right? I mean, think about like being alive like maybe a thousand years ago when men were men and you had to actually and you didn't have upward mobility, right? Today, like all you have to do, 80% of women want the top 20% of men. And 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 fuck, I don't even want to be top 20%. It's like, how hard is it to be the top 5% of men? One out of 20. Can you not be better than 19 men? I like it's so fucking easy. It's so fucking easy. And the prize, like, and, and the thing is about what you said is like I like society being that way because the prizes go to the fucking winner. If you can be the one out of out of 20, if you can be the top five percent of man, you get all you get everything, you get the entire thing, rather it being equally distributed, right? Yep. So it gives you a goal to go for, and it's so fucking easy with the, how many pussies there are today that yep. that that claim to be men. It's easy for any guy who really wants to get in the top five percent. It's so fucking easy because ninety-five percent of guys don't will, will never try. try. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. And this is another thing that blows my mind. I see all these red pill guys in Manosphere. Da 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 da. They they talk all tough, but then when it comes to females, they're socialists. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like you just said, they want to all evenly distribute it. They're all socialists when it comes to females. No, we live in a capitalistic society. The winners win and the losers lose. And as a man, the greatest thing about it is that you get to build yourself into a winner. All you have to do is put some fucking effort in. There's yeah. no reason why you can't put effort in and become something of value. As a man, you could be born ugly as fuck. It doesn't matter if you're big and important and yeah. strong. doesn't mean anything. It doesn't, you could be, you could be, look like a monster. If you've got big arms and people respect you, you're fine. Yep. You know, so everything's fine. Like as a man, you've got the ultimate cheat code. You can be whoever you want to be. All you yeah. have to do is get up off your ass and do it. But if you're not going to do it, like you're going to sit there and jerk off all fucking day. <laughs> what, the, what, what the fuck do you want? Like, I say to these guys, I say, if you were a beautiful woman, would you date you? Right. Exactly. all the choice you have in the world, would you date you? You know, you're hating all these chicks, but let's be honest. If you were in their position, you wouldn't touch you with a fucking barge pole. Right. So self, it's absolutely self-inflicted. And guys complain today that it's like, oh, it's what, Instagram and dating apps and all this stuff and and so much female validation. And and to some degree, like I, I can see it, but it's not like things haven't always been like, I mean, back in the, in the feudal days, you fuck the fucking King was like, okay, line up all the peasants. I'll take that one, that one, and that one. And he picked all the hot girls out of the fucking, uh, so it's like, and you're a peasant. What the fuck are you going to do? There, you have no chance. Like there, there's, there's, you're just getting what's ever left over if you're lucky or, or probably most guys at that time in history didn't even fucking made at all. They just didn't pass on their genetics. They never had any sexual experience. And so it's like, even though maybe some things are hard today, it's still, it's still the fucking golden era for, for guys that get their shit together. Oh, absolutely. Completely. Is. It's absolutely the golden era. And yeah, okay, it's getting more competitive. But like you said, that just increases the prices for the winners. So I say this all the time. I say all the time that life for about 50% of men is intolerable. And then there's about 30% of men who have an okay life. And there's 20% of men who have a great life. Uh, yeah. But I don't believe very few men are in the bottom 50% by accident. I think right. that it's a conscious decision. And they've decided that the juice isn't worth the squeeze. And they want to sit there and pretend they want the juice, but they don't want to do the work. Like I said, I want to be a figure skater, but I don't want to train. Well, then I'm never going to be able to fucking figure skate. That's exactly. life. 
you know, and this is the harsh reality of life and it, it ties into everything else. And they, and then they start sitting there complaining about society and women and like it's everyone else's fault, it's passing responsibility. Let me see. I got a couple more super chats that came in here. Let's see. Geek Mode School of React Native says, uh, in my youth, I used to try to help downers. And as an adult, I can't stand being around men with no purpose or perseverance. They're like grown children. Yeah. So yeah. every so everything in life is this is something that's that's absolutely true. Mm. I often speak to people who are so I'm I'm really not that rich. I'm I don't own a fucking boat. I'm not a billionaire. I have a little bit of money. But I often speak to people who are trying to make money and I talk about financial stuff and I help people make money. And they were saying to me, oh, but you know, I don't know any rich people. And I said, there's a reason for that. And that's because human relationships are always a value exchange. Yes. They're always a value exchange. The reason rich people don't really like talking to poor people is because they're giving away loads of value and they don't really get much back. I mean, you're sitting there just trying to learn shit and trying to get money from them. And what are you telling them? What are you teaching them? Unless you're working for them or something. They don't want to, rich people like having rich friends. It's normal. Yep. This is a value. Exactly. So when you're saying, oh, helping these downers, well, what are you getting in return? Because I don't see a value exchange there. I mean, maybe if they're truly dedicated to being your disciple and they want to improve your life in some way or they want to pay for your time, then of course help them. But if you're just going out of your life, out of your, out of your way, wasting your time, just helping people, there's no value exchange. Everything I do has to have a value exchange. All my friends, I love my friends, but there's a value exchange. They gain things from being with me. I gain things from being with them. It's the same with your relationship. Your woman gains things being with you. You gain things being with your woman. It's a value exchange. This is how the world exists. You, if you're going through life and you have relationships that aren't a fair value exchange, you're losing. Yep. Why would you do that? So it's not that I'm negative and I don't want to help people. But if some guy comes to me and goes, I'm super depressed. Oh, please take them. I don't have time to just go and just waste. It's a waste. I don't gain anything. Throw down this black hole of fucking despair. Like I don't have time for that shit. If a guy comes to me and really wants to improve his life, I'll tell him how to do it. If he proves he's about it, then I'll continue to help him. But yeah, this whole helping downers and stuff, that it, uh, there has to be a value exchange for every relationship in your life. And it should be a fair one. Everyone should benefit. That's the yeah. greatest thing about human relationships is that everyone can benefit. There's no, there's, there doesn't have to be a loser for there to be a winner. Three people can meet and there can be three winners. And that's how it yeah. should be. So if you're, if you're talking to these people, what are you really gaining from it? That's the question. If you're not gaining anything, then I wouldn't bother. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Yeah, in fact, like there's been situations so many times in my life. I was just doing an Instagram story where I was talking about how, like, how I build my network, and some of the some people that I have that I want to get access to, the only thing I can really offer them is money, and so I just pay them. Right, I, I've got a, a guy that's a really big YouTuber that I was like, fuck, I'll pay him a thousand bucks a month because he offered. Exactly. I was like, just to jump on the phone with him, just yeah. just to just to be around in proximity, and and hopefully over time I'll add value to his life. Yep. other than the money and then we'll we'll build a friendship around that but 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 guys aren't willing to like if, if someone's not willing to actually meet you at your level or be able to like give you some kind of value then it, it's not worth your time you can't save everyone it's not not possible so 100 100 agree the whole idea of i mean I, I never understood people who really do this anyway like uh people who do this uh saving everyone thing I, I i don't believe that i don't believe people are that empathetic i just think there's something weird about that like i really want to help everyone like do you really do you know what i'm coming from doesn't that seem disingenuous yeah. to you there's well it's like disingenuous yeah. about that i don't understand I, I think a lot of it is like the people that say that are usually people that have really base motives that they that they're trying to mask because they feel like they should be altruistic and it's yeah. like, I always tell guys like, just fulfill your base motives first, right? If, if revenge is fine, anger is fine, like trying to 
prove like your worth or whatever at first. And then you reach a level of success and then you realize those base motives don't make you happy or fulfilled in life. And then you have bigger motives, right? That you actually genuinely want to help some people, not all people. And then, but, but the people that try to claim they want to just save the world, they're usually full of bullshit. They, they usually have a problem within themselves. And, they, and they're, yeah. they're, they're saying that because they feel like that will, that they're getting their reward for just saying that. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because nothing's selfless, isn't it? Even giving to charity, you do it so you feel good. There's yeah. nothing selfless. So I think a lot of these people are just, I don't know, just something about empathetic people. I feel like they're very manipulative. I don't know what it is. They're like, oh, but you don't under, let's say X person is sad and I don't give a fuck. And then Y person comes along and goes, but I understand X. You don't understand. It's like, shut up. You don't, you don't give a fuck. You're just trying to jump on some kind of bandwagon and just trying to, yeah, prove virtue. It's virtue signaling. It's effective business. Trying to yeah. prove I'm a good person. It's pathetic. Virtue signaling is a, is a very amateur way to try and prove you're worth anything. Well, I think so, there's yeah. like this hierarchy of fucks too, right? It's like, like at the top, I did a video a while back and I was talking about how like what I care about is like my immediate tribe, right? Like I care about my people, first of all. And then like somewhere like way, way down the line, like after like all these other things is Black Lives Matter or yeah, fucking yeah. COVID or like saving the whales, like saving the whales. I'm like, okay, after we, after we cure all human yeah. uh, ailments in life, then I'm, then I'm, I'm not against saving the whales. I'm just like, there's higher priority shit yeah, that I have course. to deal with. And the Indeed. stuff that immediately affects me and my tribe as, yeah. as a man, that's what I care. I, I don't give a fuck if someone's dying in Africa. I'm sorry, yeah. but I don't. Yeah. Because because yeah. I have more important shit that I have to deal with within my tribe. And like it's disingenuous for me to say that I care there was a tsunami in Asia because I don't give a fuck. I really sure. don't. And sure. and it's sure. like and you could say that's cruel or, or hard, but it's like, no, it's 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 what I honestly like it's how I live my life. Like my actions determine what I actually fucking care about. And so yeah. everyone is claiming that's putting a fucking black square, all this bullshit. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, garbage. Yeah, yeah you bullshit. only have so much emotional energy. You can't care about everything in the fucking world. So you only yeah. have so much emotional energy and, and you're completely correct. Your emotional energy should be correctly attributed to the things which are closest to you that have a direct impact on your everyday life. It shouldn't be about, I, I've never even spoken to a motherfucking whale. A whale's never paid my, <laughs> right. so, you know, like it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. All right. We got simple coder here. He says, Andrew, what are your thoughts on Lucario's open marriage? If Andrew doesn't know Lucario, John, can you give him the gist? Do you know Mr. Lucario? I think I've heard of him bad boy or something yeah yeah so he's got i guess his situation is he's got a a wife that's like an open marriage he's got a girlfriend as well they know about each other and then he he's dating girls on the on the side so that's his his kind of situation but it's all out in the open when you say open marriage is she dating people as well or not i i'm not entirely sure i would guess that no because you know how it is like women typically are not going to operate that way. Maybe she's got like the ability to, but, but probably yeah. she's not, I would guess. Yeah. I mean, okay. So like I said earlier about relationships, if, if everyone in that relationship is fulfilled, I've lived in very similar situations in my, myself. So hmm. if, if, if everyone in that relationship is fulfilled, then people are fulfilled. Everybody makes choices, don't they? And, and the truth is nobody has to be there if they don't want to be there. If, if he can, if he has enough uh, going on for himself and he's managed to establish enough mental framework for women to both, to share him and be happy, then good for him. Like I have, I really don't have a set standard on how people should be in the relationships besides happy. I, and, and, and I, and I say that because different things make different people happy. That's the truth. I know that certain elements about my lifestyle, certain men wouldn't want and certain elements right. about other people's lifestyle. I wouldn't want that. So I'm not here to fucking shit on anyone's relationship. The only thing I'm trying to say is that 
be a man. As long as you feel respected, then you should be happy. It doesn't matter if it's one woman or ten. I don't give a fuck. I would never permit, personally, if it was an open relationship and she had other guys, I think that's completely different. I think a man with multiple women is not 1% of what a woman with multiple men. I think that's completely right. different. I think it's completely different. And it's different because, and this is why I say when a woman cheats, it's far worse than if a man cheats. Mm, a thousand yeah. times worse. And this is because of, there's a whole bunch of stuff we can go into, but there's evolutionary and there's biological and there's historical. But biologically, women get pregnant. And to ensure paternity, they can only be sleeping with one man at a time. This is to ensure paternity. And this is why virginity was coveted in history for so long. So we, okay, yeah, we've invented pills and condoms and whatever, but for the longest period of human history, women were with one man to ensure paternity. And that's why being a, a woman being with lots of men is very weird. Like imagine she's sleeping with five guys, she gets pregnant, she ended up on Maury or some shit. It's unusual. And I don't think any woman with a healthy mindset wants to do that. I think healthy, healthily minded women are happy with one man. Like if he has a bunch of chicks, he has a bunch of chicks. Fucking look, <laughs> listen, I don't give a fuck what he does with his dick. I don't care. If he's happy, he's happy. As long as he feels respected and as long as anyone watching this feels respected in their relationship, good. I just don't like the idea of a man laying it all down for a woman. And if he's walking down, I've, I've seen this. I've known guys who are walking down the street with their girl. Someone tried to steal their girl's handbag. He punched the dude. Dude fucking died. My man mm -hmm. got manslaughter. And when he's in jail, she's fucking someone else. That ain't yeah. cool. That ain't yeah. right. We all know that's not right. Don't ever be in a relationship like that. But if you're in a relationship where you feel respected, good. But I think that females should be absolutely physically loyal to their man. I don't think it's as important. If a man decides he wants to be good, but I don't think it's as important for a man to be sexually loyal to a woman. All women should be absolutely sexually exclusive to the man they're with. I, I, I think for anything else is unnatural. It's actually, if you look at history, it's actually natural in many parts of the world for, many, for a man to have, a king had mistresses, wives, he had many women. But there's no, there's nowhere in history did a woman have many men. Never. Right. It's not exactly. normal. Do you know what I'm coming from? Yeah. So there is a difference between the two. So it depends. I don't know. If, if his woman's with lots of dudes, I think that's weird. If he's just with him doing his thing, then he's doing his thing. Good. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree with you on that. It's, again, not a popular opinion, but, uh, but, but it's, it's not the same. It's not the same. It doesn't go both ways. Oh, it's no, it's no way. There's no way the same. It's the, yeah. and, and, you know, any woman who comes along and tries to say it's the same as a fucking hoe. They're all hoes. Well, if a man can sleep with lots of girls, why can't I sleep with lots of men? Because it makes you a fucking hoe. Why would you want to do that? Why right. are you even saying that as a suggestion? Do you want to sleep with lots of men? Well, then you're a hoe then. You shouldn't want to do that. No, no healthy woman wants to be fucked left, right, and center. The truth is, is that a woman's power comes from who hasn't fucked her. And a man's power comes from who he has fucked. If right. I walk into a club and I fucked every girl in the club, I'm a powerful man. Right. If a woman walks into the club and every man wants her and not a single man can touch her, she's a right. powerful woman. If you flip the reverse, if I'm a man, I walk in and I can't fuck anything, I don't matter. And if the girl walks in and every dude in there is fucked or silly, right. then she ain't worth shit. Yeah. Female power comes from their exclusivity. So any female that's stupid enough to throw their exclusivity away is a dickhead. So, you know, this, this is the truth about the, the natural dynamics of, of, of human biology. Men and women are we're programmed differently, and women get pregnant, and men don't, and it's completely different things. I say this all the time. I had a, I had a girl by a consult call from me once. Uh -huh. She called me, and she said, uh, my, man was, my man's cheating. I don't know what to do. I was like, okay, well, do you love him? She goes, I love him so much. I was like, okay, you're going to leave the man you love to get with a man you don't love who's going to fuck something else anyway.
Right. <laughs> like, like really? <laughs> no, but the, the truth is, I, I tried to explain to her, and in the end, she agreed with me. They're still together. I said, look, if you truly love him and it truly upsets you, talk to him, and he'll probably stop if you talk to me. I said, but the truth is this. If you truly, truly love that man, I can guarantee you from a male perspective, men are perfectly ready to fuck something, forget her name, her die in a car crash, and we yeah. don't care. We can do that. A woman can't do that. If you exactly. fuck, The reason you're so upset is because you imagine you fucking another guy and all that emotion involved. Right. He's fucking someone else and he doesn't give a shit. The reason he's crying saying he loves you is because he does. He's not lame. He does love you. He just fucked. It doesn't matter. You used a dildo last night. Are you in love with your dildo? No. It, it, it's not a thing. And women don't understand that the huge disconnect between males and females in, in the sexual realm. And the women who do get that, towards the end, she was like, yeah, I understand. I understand. And they're still together. So I think, yeah, trying this whole idea of comparing sex is actually one of the fundamental problems of society now, comparing sex as the same for men and women. It's not right. the same. It's not the same at all. It's a completely different game. Woman going, oh, yeah, well, I fucked him. Like, like she somehow won. What? You're a hoe. He fucked you. Right. You, know, you can't fuck a guy. He fucks you. Like, it's, it's all wrong, you know? Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. I've been I've been thinking about this a lot because I've been talking about detachment a lot and like like teaching guys to like basically that they could go and they could you know have an experience with a woman and, and be have detachment so they can they can leave that experience they can leave it at the end but they could still be open like like fully experience that experience because I think a lot of guys are not experiencing things to the level that they could but then I was thinking about the flip and as I thought about it more I I think I'm coming to the conclusion that that like you know like for example sexual experiences they harden men they, they create like a a, a, a hardness right yeah. which is a good attribute to have as a man because it's more masculine but those same experiences harden women and the more hard they get the more masculine they become and so they're losing they're losing something from that exchange whereas men are gaining from that exchange and that it makes sense for you know that's that's the dynamic the game we're always playing is that you know, for, for a man to gain a sexual experience, he's gaining something from a woman. Usually she's losing something. And so that's that trade-off, that value that's, that's being exchanged in that case. It's perfect. I love, I love how you said that. And it's true. You know, I had a girlfriend, one of my best cam girls, when I was with one of my best cam girls, I was sleeping with her and I was sleeping with like three other girls in the same house. And she said to me, you know what? You sleep with other women doesn't bother me. And I said, why? She goes, because you've slept with so many girls that I know you're not going to fall head over heels in love with some girl. And like, run away with her or like you're not you're not susceptible to becoming a bitch for some chick just for a bit of pussy and leaving me you know that i've been with you a long time and you understand that i know you're loyal to how long i've been with you and i know no wo new woman can come along and trick your mind to make you forget our years and my years of dedication to you because i know what you're like as a person so it's kind of like she she's like i know you're not a bitch so I don't really care because I know you're never going to be like, oh, but I really like her. So I have to split up with you because I love her now. I want to marry her like a, like an idiot, you know? So it's, right. it's true what you said about hardening. Even the girl said that. She goes, you've been with so many girls. There's no set of tips on earth that's going to send you acting like a fool. You're always going right. to treat me with respect and we're always going to be together. And I'm always going to be number one. And you're sometimes going to be doing whatever. And you're going to come home. So she completely got it because she knew I'd been hardened. And, and, and it's true. You have been hardened. If you tear through enough, then eventually you're never going to meet a girl who's going to be like, oh, I'll kill myself if she leaves. Because you, you've been through enough, you're like, oh, whatever, brunette, okay. You know, this is how it goes. So completely, you're completely true with that point. And I think, I think also at a certain point, I think there's something about it that if you're – this is why I say it about being a playboy before you get married. I think women do respect that a little bit about their man to know that. Because yeah. my girl used to say to me, I know the reason you love me is because I've been with you so many years. And I know that a new girl can't replace that. 
So there's no, nothing's gonna, how can she tear you away as long as I treat you right and we've been together so long. The loyalty is too much to be just, she can't beat that with a pair of kids. It's just impossible to beat it. So exactly. she kind of understood, understood enough about my personality to know I'm not a fool. And you know, if, if you act like a fool for chicks then your woman's gonna be a lot more worried about what you're up to because you act like a fucking fool. So it's a completely different thing, so. Yeah, yeah, I think women always want to know that you're capable of, 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 of getting multiple women or having that experience. They just don't they, want, they, yeah, yeah, it, like, they don't want the guy nobody wants, right? Yeah, you know, so they, yeah. they don't want the guy nobody wants. That's that's normal, and we don't want the girl nobody wants, yeah, you know, so it's normal. And, I, and I'm not saying to dude, look, I say this all the time because because of the lifestyle I lived in, and blah, blah, people like, oh, should I cheat on my wife? I'm like, no, fucking no, dude, I'm just saying be happy and just fucking relax and do what you want. My point is, is that. There's a, well, there's another conversation I had. I, I was talking to, this was about five years ago. I was talking to some chick and uh, she was, she came to work for me and she had a boyfriend and she was in love with her boyfriend and her boyfriend loved her, blah, blah, blah. And she was saying, oh, but men like you, you know, you have so many girls, all this shit. And I said, okay, well, let me ask you a question. Who's genuinely more loyal? I said, if a man goes into a store every day and all they sell is apples and he buys an apple and he leaves right. the store, and says, I, I love my apple. I love apples. Or the guy who goes into a store every day. He buys an apple six days a week. One day a week, he tries something else, but he always goes back to apples. Who truly loves apples? And she goes, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, the guy who only buys the apple, he, he, and the guy in the apple store hasn't got a fucking choice. He, all he can do is buy apples. So of course he loves apples. But if you, throw, if you, if you give him other fruit, who knows what he's going to do? The guy who has all the choice in the world but keeps returning to the same thing is genuinely love. So like, you can't tell me I'm not loyal. I'm completely loyal. I'm loyal because I can have a girl and love her with all my heart and I can fuck a hundred women and still come back to her. That's loyalty as opposed yeah. to being a dude who can't even get any other pussy and jerking off to Pornhub, looking at all these girls I'd love to fuck who I can't get. I right. consider that more disloyal than the dude who has a wife. I know some Russian, big Russian players, like mafia guys, etc. And they got a wife and they love their wife and they have kids and they're fucking new girls all the time. And their wife's like, oh, he will never leave me for some bitch. And their wife's cool because she right. knows. She knows the game. So it's like, you, there's so many different dynamics on relationships that can work. And that's my point. That's why you can't come along and say, it should be this way. As exactly. long as you're happy, you're happy. Who gives a shit? Yeah. All right. Well, I got to, I got to get jumping over to a, to a coaching call here, but man, this has been great. Like I, I it, it's great to, to have someone who I, I feel like we're, we're, we're on the same page here and uh, we say the same shit that pisses people off, which is, which is great. <laughs> get banned um, together. <laughs> uh, we've both been, been, been canceled on Twitter. So, um, but guys, uh, definitely check out, uh, uh, Andrew's stuff, uh, cobratate.com. I've got the the banner here, and I'll I'll throw it in the chat one more time. Uh, and uh, I, you know, you're not going to be disappointed. Like you know, he's a real deal. Like you can hear on this on this live stream what we've been talking about. I mean, he says what he thinks, and and you know, he gives it to you straight. I think that's a rare quality today. So many people are trying to they're trying to tell you what you want to hear. They're trying to sell you something and then not not put you off. Because, yeah. you know, telling you it's not your fault, you know, yeah. whereas I think, you know, guys like Tate and myself will tell you it is your fucking fault, uh, but we'll give you a way to fix it. And and so definitely check out his, his program, uh, CobraTate.com. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you coming on the on the channel. Any any final words? Uh, that's it, man. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've certainly enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, um, Tate speech. Tate is a play on hate speech is my my YouTube channel where I run my mouth if you want to listen to me talking a bit more. And yeah, cobratate.com is a bunch of stuff on there. And I hope we get to do it again soon, man. Uh, or I'll have you on my channel or something. I'm sure we got more to talk about. So I really, yeah, 
yeah definitely anytime be be glad to come on and i've got the link for your channel in the description so guys click that and go and subscribe thank you bro all right brother take care